What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is a Cloud Game podcast. We have some incredible Cloud Gaming news to discuss this week. We have an awesome panel. We have two special guests on the panel today, which I think is going to be pretty cool to see the dynamic they bring to the Cloud Gaming news and conversation. So we got <laughs> Cowboy and Doc. Because I'm a cowboy! Oh, man! There we go. We got Doc. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. Cowboys are hey. imitation of me, but you know there's hey, how come he's jacking my there's style. Listen, there. listen, Linda, honey, listen. Ace, what oh, what God. are you running here, Ace? What type of show are you running here, yeah, man? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be incredible, man. <laughs> it's gonna be incredible. Sorry, uh, GTP's right in the middle. <laughs> GTP, <laughs> what's up, baby? <laughs> I don't know why I'm here. I don't hey, know why I'm here. Cowboy, you got to go like this. Like, go. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known Ace was going to do something to me like that. It's great, great. But yeah, man, it's going to be a good week. We got a lot to talk about. So I'm having some technical difficulties. Don't know what it is, but my camera keeps shutting on and off. So if y'all see that happening, just know. That's what's going on. Might have to reboot, whatever the case might be. But let's get into it. Before we introduce the panel members, let's just give you guys an overview of what we're going to be discussing this week. As you guys know, Amazon Luna had two games releasing this week, with Far Cry being the biggest one. So we'll talk about those releases. PlayStation got The Last of Us 2, and they have the October games lineup and looks really good so we'll talk about that too xbox cloud gaming had some releases this week we'll talk about those games as well and as you guys know stadia give us the weekly updates and it was quite decent with far cry releasing and other games as well and then i would have to say the biggest news for this week is gfn with again far cry's releasing and gfn but they give us the roadmap of October, which we'll be discussing here. So again, big news for cloud gaming. And I think having these awesome panel members to discuss this news with, is gonna be really cool. It's gonna be really fun. So let's get right into it, introduce the panel, and then we'll take a look at y'all who are watching. So to get started, man, GTP, how are you doing, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? Any starts with me. Um, <laughs> Battlefield Battlefield 2042, you know, beta has been something that I've been messing with a lot. And then Far Cry 6 as soon as it came out and Metroid Dread on the new Switch. So those are the three main things I've been busy with. But like everybody else, there's just so much going on. I'm having trouble deciding really where to play, what to play. Stuck making Far Cry 6 videos in my little corner here. So, <laughs> it's, so I think I think I've done six since Thursday night at midnight or something like that, along with some other stuff. And I got a couple more. It's, it gets ridiculous with the AAA games. Like I kind of miss just being a gamer sometimes. <laughs> That's just, so what are you thought? Yeah, what are your thoughts on Far Cry so far? I don't know, man. Like I've read a lot of different stuff out there about this game, and it definitely has some weird things. Like one of my favorites is when you're just randomly fighting somewhere or running somewhere, and horses up out of nowhere <laughs> just come trampling through, destroy everything in front of you, run over people, and then disappear. And it happens just every now and then. So that's pretty yeah, great. That's but uh, no, I'm, I really like it. I get a lot of Wildlands vibes from it. You know, it's a different type of game being Far Cry, but the way they've got the missions set up and the scouting and everything, there's a lot of Wildlands vibes there. So I'm really loving. Far Cry 6. Okay. 
So, which brings me to my next question. Uh, some people are like hating this game because they think the Ubisoft formula is broken, right? It's, this is like the same thing's repetitive. So, when you compare this to, you know, Ghost Recon and all of Ubisoft open world games, do you feel like, you know, the formula is game repetitive or are you like, man, the story is good enough to. Yeah. Well, the story is cool. I love the villain. Um, yeah. I'm love. I like this Far Cry way more than five. I, yeah. I just I like the villain. I like the story a lot more so far. Um, here's the thing. Me and my friends talk about this a lot because every time we boot up a new game, we're like, it's just like we're getting to the point where maybe we're just getting too old. But we've played so many thousands of games that yeah. you've really got to come up with something new yeah. to, you know, throw us a curveball and be like, wow, that's a really cool new mechanic or that's a, you know, that's a new thought. Um, there are games out there trying to do it. I think indie developers are doing the best job when it comes to like trying to offer different experiences in the gaming space. But yeah, AAA games do have a tendency to follow certain formulas and, you know, they'll mix like three or four different games together, which is great. Um, you know, but yeah, I think there's only so many combinations you can do. And I think you just get to an age where you're like, I've played something like this before. Yeah. But, um, that doesn't necessarily make it bad or, or isn't necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes we do want big changes, but sometimes we don't. And I, I have a certain comfort with Far Cry 6 right now. Okay, cool, cool. Good to hear, good to hear. Duncan, how are you today, sir? What have you been playing? What platform? I have been doing my usual epic week. So I, don't, I, won't, I, don't, I won't put the person under the gun who said this, the, the gaming ADHD, uh, just flying across absolutely everything. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been doing, doing a bit of that. Uh, I will go for some randomness here. Uh, I will go for Transport Fever 2 has been my big game of the week. Uh, I've been playing that on GFN. I have stuck in, I think, the guts of about four or five hours playing that this week. Then I've been going across all the other sort of games out there as well. Uh, I've played Avengers with an actual uh, multiplayer uh, with Xbox. I jumped into that on Game Pass this week as well. I'm just doing that just to see if I could get a reaction, and I got one, so I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I have dipped into Far Cry as well, and uh, it is more Far Cry. As soon as you load it up and go into it, you go, yes, this is a Far Cry game. Uh, that is, that's either really good in your book or really bad in the in, in your book, but it's more Far Cry. So it's yeah. it's been a good week playing games. And yes, I had, was in playing Metroid uh, today as well, having a bit of fun. And I got the super duper edition. And let's see. You get this big, massive book with it as well, with all the pictures and all this sort of carry-on. So it's pretty, pretty good. So Dang, that's uh, cool, man. That's um, cool. So I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying a bit of Metroid as well. There. Okay. You guys have been gaming this week, man. It's good stuff to see. So we, you know, this podcast, we always save the best for last, and that's our two guests. So we'll get to Cowboy and Doc in a bit here. But Gamer, man. Good to see you, my dude. Yeah, How man. have you been, man? I've been great. Been great, yeah. you know, taking a break, you know, pause yeah. the, the house hunting. Just get back on here with you guys for a bit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Appreciate the love, man. Appreciate the love. What you been up to? What you been playing? What platform? Oh, man, I, I've been playing Scarlet Nexus quite a Ooh. bit on uh, on xCloud. Okay. It's, it's really, really good. Um, right. Jumped into a little bit of Avengers on xCloud as well. Um Unfortunately, my progress from Stadia didn't carry over, so I, you know, I'm like I'm in and out, um, sure. and obviously Far Cry Six, right? It's 
it's a good game, but you know, you, you have to be committed to, to yeah. jump into another Far Cry 6 and just really, <laughs> really own the character, right? Like if you, if you don't plan on owning the story and the character, just, yeah. you know, just dip in and dip out. It's just, it's all the same. True, mm, true. So tell me about the performance for Avengers and Cloud though, because I'm hearing people say that it actually is pretty impressive. What are you yeah. seeing over there? No, it is. It's very impressive. Um, Series X Blades, it's um, super smooth. The performance mode is, is really, really nice, and it looks really good. Um, I'm not sure if, if every platform received the same upgrade or updates, but um, Series uh, well, xCloud and the Series X Blades really um, showcase this game well, and uh, it allows you to jump right into it. Um, initially, I mean, I like the game on every other platform as well, but it feels a little clunky. You know, like, you know, how you're jumping and moving around, the, the characters yeah. feel kind of weighty uh, a bit. I don't know if that's just me, but you feel a little weight and a little clunkiness. I think um, the extra power in the frames kind of smooth, smooths that out a little bit. Um, but again, that could be that could be placebo effect <laughs> all day for me. <laughs> so I, I, I can't I, I don't have a good way to measure to measure that delta. <laughs> cool cool as always gamer man it's good to have you can't wait to get to your input for some of the news this oh week. man okay <laughs> for sure i again we love to save the best for last we'll start with cowboy man how you doing you're not a uh, new face here you've been here before so yeah, just man. yeah let the people know who you are what you do and what you've been playing what platform cool um i am uh uh one of the people who um only play Stadia. So um, Stadia is my only platform um, and my preferred platform because it's my only platform. But uh, I'm a big fan of uh, the Marvel Avengers. So um, I actually do a stream every Monday. Um, I, I get, I'm so busy that uh, I'm always saying it's my favorite game. And I realized like, Man, I barely play that game. So I got all these <laughs> scheduled shows throughout the week. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a show. So I guaranteed to play it every week, which is weird when you think about it. Like it's your favorite game, but you play it like once a week. But um. So on Mondays, we do a thing, Marvel Mondays, have my guy Duncan was a guest one day and he joined the team. I like to call it my um, uh, starting lineup. So he joined the starting lineup, what, two weeks ago, I think. And uh, we had a lot of fun, man. Duncan was carrying us through it, you know, so thank, thanks thanks for him to carry us. But uh, I play, I've been playing Marvel Avengers, but you know what's cool is I play on the go here and there. Like, let's say I'm going somewhere with my wife and I'm bored and I don't have a controller. I've been playing Streets of Rage. Like, I Ooh. talked to somebody and they were saying, like, oh, you know, there's no game you could play with touch controls. I said, no, there are. There are a couple. Like, Streets of Rage is a perfect game to play with touch controls. Yep. Um, it's very basic. Uh, any game that has a – you got to use R2, L2, and stuff like that, that's not going to be good for touch controls. But, yeah, so I've been playing a lot of Streets of Rage just here and there and um, and uh, and Marvel Avengers. But that's about it for this week. I didn't jump into Far Cry. Uh, it's funny when I say this. I never, ever played a Far Cry game. Uh, I never had interest in Far Cry. But uh, because of the bad guy, um, he man, he's he's such a good uh, bad guy in everything he do. And um, so I want I will try it. But I think it's cool that Gamer just said it kind of let me know if you're not willing to really, really get in there, just play it here and there. So it's good to hear that. Um, I didn't know, like never playing a far car game, like how much it sucks you in there, because I don't want to play another game where I'm like heavily invested. I try to stay away a little bit. I try to play stuff where I could just jump in and out. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. yeah. I I feel like Ubisoft games are a huge investment, right? Yeah. Even Immortal Phoenix Rising, as you know, childish as that game might seem, 
you know, it's an investment. You're like, yeah, I'm going to pick this up. I'm going to try and get through it. But you got to really commit the time and to to get it done. But I, yeah. I actually um started that game. Immortals? Probably when it first came out. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I got stuck somewhere, and I just couldn't figure it out. And I just keep telling myself I got to get back to it. But then they added more DLC and more DLC. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm one of the man. guys where I was a diehard Assassin's Creed fan, so I played part one, part two. Yeah. And then when part three was coming out, they was bragging how the smallest city is bigger than the largest city in part two. I was like, what? Yeah. So I played and beat it. And I was like, I'm done. With I'm done. It's just, it's too much. And so I never went back, but, um, yeah. 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 Huge investment, man. For sure. Doc dark. How are you, sir? What up? What up? <laughs> hey, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. So sure. shout out to the entire panel. Shout out to the chat. Uh, chat hit that like button, man. I see there's 21 people watching. There's only 10 likes who hit the dislike had to be a Sony pony. Has to be, but um, <laughs> somebody was just disliking me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, but as far as for me, um, you can find me on my YouTube, Doc Dark One Ninety Five. Also got a Twitch, and then um, I, I mainly play on Xbox, right? <laughs> so that's what I've been playing. Now for me, I do play a lot of old games, so Xbox seems like the perfect platform for me. And right now, look at that. What is that disgusting <laughs> controller? What is that? What is that thing? <laughs> that's what we doing. And the headset. <laughs> That's the best controller ever made. Right? Uh, yeah, I, I thought it. you were going to pull your Superman controller. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, I got man. it. Up, I got it on the mantle. I got it on the mantle up there. Um, so but no, sad. but uh, I'm playing. I'm playing okay. Witcher Three right now, which is That's freaking so an amazing game. Same thing like what Gamer TV said is one of those games that you got to be really invested in. Oh, he got an X two. Okay, I see you. That's much respect. Much respect. Duncan has everything. Uh, Duncan has everything. Uh, we might need to find Duncan's address then. Hold on now, Kyle, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but yeah, I'm playing The Witcher 3 right now. I'm having, having a blast playing it, um, streaming it's... it on Twitch. So if you guys want to stop by whenever you watch me play, watch me. I suck at games, though, but I just enjoy them. So it is what it cool, is. Cool, cool. Yeah. Good to have you, man. So we've talked about getting you both on this show for quite some time. So yeah. it's good that the schedule finally opened up. And yeah, man, glad that we would do that. Yeah. I mean, y'all bamboozled me. I didn't know he was coming on until I was already on. <laughs> I would have said no. I would have said no. Right? No, way. no way. Nah, I'm kidding. Hey, listen, don't be upset that last Wednesday when you came on my show, you got beaten Power Rangers. Just listen. Let it go, man. You probably would have changed your shirt, too. Yeah, I would definitely would have changed my shirt. If I he, even, he even got the cross and everything. But oh, just like yeah. Cowboy, had to get a bigger cross. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was dressed first. What are you talking about? Whatever, man? whatever. <laughs> cool, cool, man. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. So, so much to talk about. Where are we going to start? Let's start with Amazon Luna, man. And before we do, though, a lot of you guys are on here. So let's take a sec to say what's up to you guys who are viewing chat. Zero for gamers for me. Always on here, man. So shout outs for you, my dude. Norman, good to see you for sure. Holt, member of the panel. Uh, kind of busy this week, so it couldn't make it, but good to see you, Holtz. Maker of Chaos, what is good? Vet is on here. Vet, uh, shout outs to you. You became a, uh, you renewed your membership, so appreciate that. But shout outs to Vet on here as well. Uh, Mamba, good to see you. Uh, Game Jumper X, good to see you as well. Let's see. Just don't want to miss any of y'all who are on spec. What is good, man? Good to see you on here as well. All right, cool, cool. 
let's see perfect good to see you and t good to see you. all right let's go man let's kick this off so let's start with amazon luna you guys know that uh they gave us a roadmap last week about the games that are coming to this platform for the month of October. Blowwitch Project was not on that list, right? So you've seen them do this where they give us a list, but then they just throw some games on Luna that's not on the list. So Blowwitch became a thing for Amazon Luna. I haven't tried it. For those of you guys who've played that game, let me know how it is. I don't think I'm going to be trying it. And then the biggest one for Amazon Luna this week was Far Cry 6. And I did a gameplay in it. It ran pretty well. Um, you know, it's not getting 4K like Google Stadia, but I felt like it did a good job holding 60 FPS. So for performance-wise, I thought it played really well. But just wanted to check in with the panel members and see what y'all's thoughts are on Amazon Luna getting these two games this week. So to get started... Let's start with Cowboy. What, what are your thoughts on these games? Um, so I just want to break it down a little bit. So um, Blair Witch, um, it's funny. I was talking to my wife the other day, and she was like, that movie was trash. I was like, well, it was a big deal when it came out. This literally was like yesterday. I was like, how old was you? She was like, she was 16 when it came out. I said, see, when it came out, it was all this lore about it that somebody found a tape, and it was supposed to be real and for months, right? Yeah. So for me, being the age I was, I'm seven years older than her, it was like a big deal, right? Um, but when the mo- when the game came out, you know, it's so many years later, it's like, yeah, come on, man. Like, you know, so I like horror games, but it didn't pull me in because I guess I guess I'm one of these people. Right. Let's say a movie come out and I don't and I'm interested. But if I don't see it within the first two weeks, I'm probably not going to the movies. So I'm kind of like that with games. Um, My interest like you have to kind of like what um uh you guys saying earlier, you have to like do something different or wow me and suck me in. Right. Especially if it's a new IP. And um, I just felt like, eh. so I never played, I never played it. And even when I was playing game uh, xCloud, it was on there and I didn't even turn it on um, to see what it was like. But I think any platform that gets games, regardless if it's old or not, is still a benefit, right? Because somebody's going to play it. Now that's wrapped into Luna's um, $5.99, correct? Uh, yes. It's Luna right. Plus, so now yeah. let's talk about the other game. So when you say, um, oh, and Luna also got Far Cry, they did, but that's, wrapped into the the um ubisoft Ubisoft plus right yeah right so if you're not paying for that then that did but didn't come to to luna but i think that's a big deal if you have the channel for luna um let's just say this right even though we said ubisoft has some long games that's not a bad thing right like if you're into like people who feel like they want their money's worth with a game you're gonna get your money's worth with a ubisoft game right now for me it might drive me crazy that it's super long sometimes i want to get in get out but um so to have Ubisoft Plus, I think, is a benefit because their games have so much value. So that's a, both games are a win for Luna. Just neither one of them is a game that I'm rushing to play. Okay. That's fair. Fair enough. So you tried Blairwish. No, I didn't. Oh, you I, didn't. No, okay. when I had game, I was playing xCloud and it was on there. But okay. I just I was bouncing through a bunch of games to try them and I just didn't have the interest. I was yeah. like, ah, and I skipped over it. Okay. Makes sense. So I never Makes played sense. it. Cool, cool. How about you, GTP? What What are your th- uh, thoughts on Luna getting these two games? 
I think me and Cowboy actually agree on the Blair Witch thing because I too am like seven years older than my wife and the hype back when the okay. movie came out was big <laughs> and we, me and my friends were deep into the lore of that yes. uh, whole thing and like living it. And when I finally went to the theater and saw it on launch night, it, I was freaked out, never, never wanted to get back into it again. And so uh, to become interactive, it just wasn't for me. I already had my experience with Blair Witch a long, long time ago. It was great. And then it was over. Uh, so <laughs> that's it for that. But it's awesome that Luna got that on the Luna channel. Far Cry uh, 6 was great for the Ubisoft channel, and it's running great on Luna. And, you know, what Cowboy brings up is where people will kind of differ in their opinion of purchasing games or having a subscription for games. Um, you know, Luna will probably add purchases in the future, just like xCloud probably will, but that's not the case right now. But I actually prefer the very different business models that are out there between Game Pass, Luna, and Stadia, and that type of thing, because not only do we get different games, but we get a different choice mm. of how we want to approach playing those games. So I think it's a positive all in all. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Duncan? What's your take on these two games coming to the platform? Far Cry just speaks for itself. I think there's any point going for Far Cry because it's it's basically everywhere. Uh, my thing about uh, the Blur Witches, and we have to be, for me, I have to be fair anyway. Why the flip was it not? I'm not going to swear because Hell Monkey's not here this week. So why, the, <laughs> <laughs> why was this not announced last week? Because yeah. I was out there given a bit of stick uh, yeah. to Luna last week because of the, I thought the, the games were a bit uh, slim this this month and, yeah. and they've, they've dropped this in absolutely great Halloween game when you were a horror game Halloween but it should have really been announced last week but it's good to see it there yeah. It's, uh, let me ask you a quick, can I ask you a quick question real quick ahead, so you know me and Duncan, our relationship is listen, people don't realise I'm like Duncan's biggest fan. I spent half of my time on Twitter defending Duncan. People think, like, it's funny, but we, I, Duncan's my guy. But listen, Duncan, Duncan, thank you, thank you. I need to be close to him. <laughs> I said to Duncan the other day, I said, we might have to bring back another Duncan there and Cowboy go, tell it like it is. But listen, Duncan, why did Stealth Drops, why did Stealth Drops bother you so much, man? Like, it burns you up. Stealth Drops do not annoy me. It's the over, just doing them too much. Uh, especially if you're a paid for platform. If you're doing stealth drops, people, especially in these times with COVID and people having to count their pennies, you need to have some planning out there. If you're going to buy games, it, you just need to know what games are coming to each platform. On a subscription service, you can still you can get away with it easier because you've already signed up for that month. Uh, it's, it's just... I'm not a big fan of stealth drops. It's because they're just getting overused in the cloud space. Plus, we've had stealth drops this week on X Cloud as well. But yeah. uh, again, Phoenix Point has been is dropped on the the X Cloud this week. I just I just like to know what is coming and when it's did, coming. Did, yeah, they did tell us Phoenix was coming though, right? No, the they said they were going to Game Pass, but it wasn't listed for cloud. Oh. Interesting. You, okay. you know, I think uh, my opinion, I think you don't like stealth drops. Because I think it kind of, all right, so you're in the business of reporting news, right? So, like, when a when a wow. game comes out and you don't get the report, you're like, damn it, they done stole my fire. I'm supposed to be like, hey, coming out is this and this. And you're like, breaking news. You're like, wait. And then you look kind of like, I thought you know all, you know the behind the scenes, Duncan. Well, you ain't know that. Well, darn it. Stop stealth dropping. That's that's why I think you hate stealth dropping. It's. 
some stealth drops are absolutely fine. Like the Quake one from a couple of weeks ago, I yeah. thought that was absolutely class, that sort of one where you don't expect anything at all. It's just yeah. these dropping of older games onto your platform. It just seems absolutely yeah. pointless. It's why not just get the information out there just to say this is when it's coming. Yeah. It's not, I'm, oh my God, you're against stealth drops because of that. No, I love getting these announcements during during shows. It's it's the older games, which there's no need for them to be really stealth dropped. Yeah, but yeah. What, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you. I'm, I'm, be, I'm sorry, I'm going to be quiet. But this is why, I'm, wouldn't you, so wouldn't you rather the new get? you said counting pennies, right? That's what you said. So an older game typically is, is cheaper and typically you probably already beat or played it before. So wouldn't it make more sense to to announce a newer game, a new game than an old game? An old game come you'd be like, eh, already got the game. There's no love loss. Or okay, the game isn't that much. Or or chances are when they stealth drop an old game, use like like a Blair Witch project, right? For me, for Ace, or even um GTP, right? Where we all agree that eh, we're not even gonna play it. So stealth dropping that is like no skin off my back. But imagine they stealth drop um far cry right for 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 whatever reason imagine they stealth drop far cry now that game come out day and date hold it wait real quick a game that come out day and date or a newer game you pretty much are like are they getting there or are they not because i want to buy it day and date so i don't you lot again i'm not coming at your logic but i'm coming at your logic you know if it yes. makes sense like, <laughs> yeah. yes yes i know what you're trying to you're trying to say i i i you're you're just getting the roadmap map like there of what i, game I agree with duncan <laughs> I agree with Doug. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell, tell you why when I get to talk. I'll worry about the take over the show. That's going to get right you now. in trouble. That is going to get you in trouble if you say stuff like that. If I say that I agree with you. No, no, you right. Yeah, you can't ever agree with Doug. He's the, he's the cloud gaming bad boy. That's I'm, what I've been calling him I'm, for a year I'm now. I'm going to tell right? you why. All right, go ahead, Doug. Let me hear this. Go ahead. All right, before freaking Cowboys say something else. God damn. All right, so... On the topic of those two games, right, the Blair, the Blair Witch game bothers me. And the reason that, that game bothers me is because the one problem that I have with cloud gaming right now in general is that there's no real clear roadmap as to if all games are going to be accessible. So I'll give you an example. Them getting Far Cry 6 is huge. That's a big AAA game. Give it to the fans. Now, I understand you got to have Ubisoft Plus, whatever, but the fact that it's available on that platform, that's huge. It's available on Stadia. That's huge. Far Cry 6 is not available on xCloud right now, which is like kind of weird. And that's one of the things that the one of the problems that I have with some games being available on certain platforms or not, right? Now, I'll be honest with you guys. I am like the cloud gaming stepchild. At first, I talked a lot of trash about cloud gaming until, shout out to MM2K, until he sent me a Stadia and said, hey, put your money where your mouth is. Try it out. And I tried it, fell in love with Stadia, definitely love it. The technology for me works perfectly fine. I played it at freaking in laundromats. I haven't gone to a funeral like Cowboy does to play it, but I played it everywhere. Like Cowboy will play that thing anywhere, right? But but the one gripe that I have is that not all games are coming out on that platform. So these companies have to be they they have to look at these big triple A games. Like forget the little games, like the little like like the with Stadia Pro, those little games that Stadia gives you are ridiculous, in my opinion. Give us the big games that everybody wants to play, right? So if Ubisoft can do it, which they're doing it on Stadia, they're doing it on Luna, it's not on XCloud. A game like GTA 6 to not come out on a, on a on a cloud platform, I think is a huge 
uh, what's it called, missed opportunity. So the reason I agree with Duncan is if I'm looking at Stadia Pro, for instance, and I'm paying this subscription service, right? Don't surprise me with games. Let me know exactly what I'm going to get. And that way I can make the decision as to whether or not it's still beneficial for me to keep paying for this service. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like um, I pay for Game Pass Ultimate, right? So I already know, Microsoft has already said, all first-party games I'm getting. That's no right. ifs, ands, or what's about it. So to me, yeah. as I'm looking at that $15 that I'm paying, like, okay, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it? Yeah, it's worth it because I already know exactly what I'm getting. But if you're doing just stealth drops, no, don't do that to me because I might not like the stealth drop that you're dropping. And now I just paid you money, and now I'm a dissatisfied customer. I might not want to yep. take that gamble or that chance again next month. So, Duncan, you're right. Cowboy, you're wrong. <laughs> Hold on, let me say this, right? So this is what makes no sense. In a subscription, you're getting multiple games. So you mean to tell me you're going to cancel your subscription, which is cheap. Luna's is $5.99. You're going to cancel your subscription because they're not, they're going to do a self-drop. It makes no sense. You're going to cancel your, your, um, your game pass, right? Game pass gets so many games, first party games. You're going to get mad because they don't tell you one game. Duncan only said one game. He just said it annoyed him that they didn't let him know one game. So they don't do that all the time. What I'm saying is, like, come on, you wouldn't. Let's be clear. You're not going to cancel your host. It's like when we get a subscription for a TV service and we forget to cancel it. Subscriptions are hard to cancel because we tend to forget. And because the value means that every month you're getting multiple things. You're not getting like imagine if Stadia Pro gave you one game a month and they didn't tell you. Then your gripe makes sense. No, no, let, me reply. Get, let me reply, Cowboy, before yep. you go too far along. All right. So, again, you've been on Stadia way longer than I have, and you guys probably have as well, okay? When I joined Stadia and I got Stadia Pro, the games that I got, I think I got, like, Hitman. I got uh, PUBG, right? And then the next game, the next few months were, like, mediocre games here and there. But I remember asking people, like, what their Stadia Pro collection looked like. And some of you guys had amazing games that Stadia had given you. Amazing games, yeah. right? Okay. And then once you join Stadia Pro again, you get those games back supposedly, right? So any games that I had claimed before, I can get them again once I join back. Okay. Here's the thing, right? Every single month that I'm paying money for Game Pass, I am evaluating whether or not that service is still valuable to me. So every yeah. single game that gets added does matter. So if I start seeing that, it doesn't matter how many games are on there. If I start seeing that the game quality that's on there starts diminishing to what I consider valuable, no, nah, I'm, 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 I will unsubscribe. So you I, won't unsubscribe. You his, won't unsubscribe. You know why? Tell me, why did I unsubscribe? No, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. why because they, no, no, I'm going to tell you why you won't unsubscribe to Game Pass. They, why? This is why Game Pass, this is why I try to tell people, you can't compare everything to Game Pass. What they're doing is monumental. So, oh, yeah. for instance, for right. instance, right? When you're used to a subscription, let's say Luna, let's say PlayStation, uh, not, let's say anything, any subscription. I don't care if it's PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus. I don't care if it's Xbox games with gold. Typically, subscription services, you either A, get older games or you get cheaper games, right? That's always been a thing. Game Pass changed the game by saying, like, I remember when I had Game Pass before it was a Stadia and I got to play um, uh, uh, part five of Gears of War four days early. I was like, wait, they're putting on a, a AAA game? Mm-hmm. It cl- included in the past because think about it Netflix, nothing, everything typically in the past, you got older stuff and cheaper stuff. So the thing is, Game Pass, you wouldn't quit because they already told you you're getting all first party. Trust that's me, they got that's you locked that's in. That's literally what I said. Yeah, yeah no, no, but you said if the value start going down, you'll quit. No, yes. because you know all first party is coming. Even if it was like, okay, the cheaper games, right? 
like um, the State of Decays and the, the older, cheaper games. But you know for a fact, that's why Game Pass, I got to give them credit because they are hitting you by saying exclusive games for Xbox, they're going to be included. So that, you know, is a bit different. If you was on Stadia, Stadia is never going to get a triple-A day-and-date game on, on Pro. I'm pretty sure we can agree not, that's not going to happen. Why not, though? If they're trying to compete, then they need to figure out a no, way to do that. Here, Here's the problem. Everybody wants everything to be something else. Game Pass decided to do that because Microsoft said, you know what? We're going to take our money for our in-house stuff, and we're just going to include it because they make it, right? Mm-hmm. Again, this is this is the thing. So we could, we could agree or disagree, but this is why people got mad that Stadia got rid of their first-party studios. Maybe their first-party games would have been included, right? That would have made sense. That's why Game Pass makes sense to just say, you know what? We're going to include our Gears of War and our Halo, right? Just before you go, technically, we did get a Stadia SG&E first-party game. There you go. So, uh, Journey to the Savage Planet. And then they, but that, then, that, then, but then, again, I then, agree with Duncan again. Hear me out. How long? Oh, how long was that game out before it came to the stadium? Uh, it was uh, about a year because of the. Uh, well, like I said, they get old games and they get cheaper games. Uh, yeah, I, I just think playful. And all right, guys, 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 let's let's right, let's right. let's move this along. But Luna, they should have really announced this last week when they did the blog post. Was basically my point. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I no, realistically, we've talked about it here. I don't know why that happens. It's, it's kind of confusing, though, because, again, last week, they gave us a roadmap, and then this week, it's like, right. here comes this game. I mean, just why didn't you tell us last week? It's almost like they didn't... It, it sounds like they don't know, like, officially if this thing can happen, so they Ooh, hold it to the chest, right? Yeah. And then That's a good when point. they find out, they just like, close. No. Ace, think about like the Stadia thing. They said until the end was coming. They announced that, and then they had to pull it back. It's like, what yeah. happened that made that... Because they, they they changed the news in like, what, one week, right? It was like, what new... Yeah, that's weird. It's like, yeah. how did you not know that within one week? It, that yeah. that I don't. I get what Duncan's saying, though. It's like, how did you? Was, so who knows see, what's that going was the on? Thing in that these. really annoyed me was in, in the space of four days we have three different sets of pro day or pro games. What is mm. going on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. We'll, we'll we'll get to stating a bit. Amazon Luna is not going to take an hour in this podcast again. Let's move along. It somehow manages to. But game, you see, you still doing my dude? Oh, yeah, I'm here, man. I'm just laughing, right. dude. You know, I'm, I'm cracking up right now. <laughs> I love it. So this is all I imagine it to be. So yeah, I, you, I, knew, I, you knew what was going to happen. Ideas, ideas. Ideas is awesome. I love it. But Gamer, what's your take, man? Uh, I mean, I agree with everyone else, man. I mean, Blair Witch, I, I turned it on just to see how it performed on Luna because uh, Luna seems to be the 60 frame per second machine, honestly. Um, and and it's definitely 60 frames per second, um, high quality, looks good. But I, but I didn't play it. Like you know, I didn't get into it. Turned it on, tested it, turned it off. Yeah. Um, Far Cry, that's where I'm playing the game mostly. Um, yep. So that's a that's a good get. But I think it's a wash because it, I mean that game is everywhere, right? Ubisoft, they'll shit. If I had a platform, they'll give they'll put the game on my platform, right? So uh, it, it, it's it's a wash for me. <laughs> Not X Cloud. I mean, X Cloud. Hey, man, you can't you can't do that. I think X X Cloud is going to blow everybody's mind uh, at some point. They'll they'll have it. <laughs> okay, 
anyone else with Luna, we're going to hop on to GFN if anyone else doesn't have anything to say. I, I think, personally, it's, it's not the strongest week, but they got one of the biggest games this year, so you got to give them kudos to that. But, yeah, I with Duncan with the stall drop, I... I would like for them to just announce it when they announce other things. And uh, Cowboy, you right? content creators, right? It'll be good to know these things, right? Yeah. Because we make a video and then next day it's like, all right, we got to update the video. But let's <laughs> not even talk about that, though. Um, Consumer-wise, right? And let me tell you, don't, don't be wrong yeah. on YouTube. Lord, <laughs> no, boy. Oh, right. <laughs> Why? Yeah, man. Yeah, come at you quick. <laughs> yeah, but no, it it takes a lot to edit a video and you know post it up and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying when you put all that work and then that one little news comes like, damn it, right? You gotta redo everything or make another video. But yes, yeah, just it's annoying. But I'm sure there's a reason. We probably don't know looking yeah. from the outside, but there's got to be a reason why it happens. But it is kind of frustrating overall. But yeah, anyone else for Luna before we hop on to GFN? All right, cool. So GeForce Now, man, give us a roadmap of their October lineup. And I have to say it's quite impressive, right? So the biggest one this week um, that released was Far Cry 6. We all know that. But digging games like Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy later this year, the game that uh, Cowboy calls the card game right no but, you know i you know i'm glad you said that because i yeah. after we spoke i realized mm-hmm. i was thinking about um uh midnight suns okay we spoke it's and i was like oh yeah. wow i sound real dumb i was like nah, wait i even watched a new <laughs> gameplay and i was like oh that's what i was thinking about so yeah i wanted to clear that up but thanks no, for bringing that because i get a chance to yeah comments. yeah cool so this week you guys are looking at me like what the hell is this <laughs> <laughs> Now, this week, releasing, we had Far Cry 6 for GFN, Fist, uh, Forged in Shadow Torch. This was called, it's a Metrovania, this little, uh, uh, like, rat with a arm, like, metal arm. I think it's a rabbit, right? Rabbit. I don't know. But the game is actually quite good. It's quite fun. Um, and then there's PC building simulator, there's the bus, there's going medieval, there's gone home and space haven. So these are the I think seven games released this week for the GFM platform. And then again, they give us a roadmap of October. We have the Buccaneers, Disciples, Fire Commander, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Riders Republic, Rivebreaker, Sword and Fury Seven. On Villain, The Forgotten City, Gun Home, Hide and Shriek, The Last Friend, Legend of Keepers, Paradise Killer, and Steins Gate and Towns- Townscaper. I'll put all this up so you guys can see it, but just want to know for you guys, what are your thoughts of GFN getting these games, seven games this week, and then what are your thoughts about the October roadmap? Any games on the excite you guys? And how do you think GFN is doing overall? So to get started with that, let's start with GTP, man. You've been quiet for long, for a long time. Hey, man, I brought my 24-ounce coffee and my Switch <laughs> for a reason because I've known for a week these guests were coming on and I was going to be ready to chill because everybody knows I watch all these guys. I watch Dark yeah. and I watch Cowboy and all them. And, and you said that. I was like, 
Maybe I just shouldn't be on. I really just want to watch it. I like grab popcorn and junk, but you know, whatever. Or it would be more fun to be on with these guys, especially uh, it's uh, it's fun because we don't get to be on with different guests all the time, and being yeah. on with someone like Doc and Cowboy is fun. Um, you know, the whole time you guys were talking about the stealth drop thing, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, man, last month GFN had 25 additional stealth drops, and we praised the hell out of that. Um, you know, and what you got to be careful with is the whole stealth drop thing can be different depending on what platform you're talking about. Uh, you might have a different opinion on it depending, you know what I mean? So I won't rehash that whole thing, but you know, those were that, and that happens every month, right? And this month they've announced something like 23 games or something with likely many more than that, that could drop that we know just happened last minute between licensing agreements bringing the games over, onboarding for all these different cloud companies. Sometimes they didn't quite make it in time, but they want to be on that month, so they just light them up. And I think most of the time that's pretty cool. There's going to be times you don't want that to happen, but um, I think for the consumer, getting a surprise every now and then is fine. But like I said, kind of going to depend on your platform. Uh, everybody's saying Far Cry 6, Far Cry 6. That has been everywhere. Again, 60 FPS running great on GeForce Now, just like Luna. Great game. I actually think Fist is a good one too. Forged in Shadow Torch. Yeah. So if you like Metroid, which is Metroid Dread, what I'm playing now, Fist is actually really good um, for that. It's a little unoptimized and unfinished. They're going to be adding RTX. They're optimizing more for CPU and RAM and things like that right now. Um, but it runs it runs decent, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So I thought that was another good one for them to get. And, of course, the free Epic Game Store game. Even if it's not your game, I just like them continuing to support that free game because a lot of people do kind of depend on those um, to be able to play more. So not everybody's buying every game like we are out here trying to make videos and play everything as far as the october roadmap um there's going to be a lot of goodies in there for gfn this month but i think everybody's going to say the same thing as me guardians of the galaxy is my big title besides far cry this month that i can't wait to try and it's going to be everywhere thank you ubisoft you're literally putting your games just about everywhere which is great and cross progression yeah. thankfully they have embraced that on all the new titles so like i can play far cry 6 on my ps5 my series x my series s stadia luna gfn i'm sitting here just back and forth to everything and it's my same save yeah. i love it um but yeah riders republic marvel's guardians of the galaxy big ones again for geforce now this month so i can't wait to try those out um really really exciting i think they continue to be the pc gamer especially the pc gamers little side pocket little fun cloud service to have because they support so much that you play on your on your platform so true true thanks for that gt uh gt sure how about you gamer what's your take on these games man uh you know i think they're they're good it's gfn right um uh, I've said this before. I think they have to be very careful um, when the letdown actually occurs. You know that that month when they release five games, <laughs> right? That's that's going to be the killer. <laughs> right, right now, yeah. they're they're dropping twenty five to thirty games <laughs> yeah. a month, man. It's, yeah. How, it's how long can they keep that up? You right. So in terms of content, nobody nobody's touching them. It's not even close. It, it doesn't matter. But as GTP said, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I am looking forward to that. I tried Fist last night. I, I like that too. It's, it's a lot of fun, um, but uh, I probably won't spend a whole lot of time on uh, on GFN until uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so I'm just I'm just holding out for that, really. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. People forgetting about Riders Republic, man. Are y'all not amped up for that, or is it just? I another... called it out. That's my top okay. Guardians of the Galaxy and Riders and Republic. Riders? Of course, two okay. Ubisoft titles. Because yeah. they put them everywhere, so yeah, it kind of it kind of lost a little a little steam with me because it is Ubisoft, I guess. And uh, I don't know, man. And I know it'll be everywhere. So games that are everywhere now at this point, I'm just like, eh, okay, cool. Okay. 
But uh, that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, though, you know, that, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> How about you, Doc? What stands out to you on this list, man? So I, I got I got a question because I, I have um, G4, uh, GFN um, Founders Edition. I was able to join, I guess, when they had the Founders Edition. And I have an NVIDIA Shield. The games on there, though, you still have to purchase, correct? Or are yes. they actually okay? Okay, you gotta so, purchase it from Steam or Epic, and then right. you can play it in GFN. Yeah, right, right. So, m- more games is obviously better. The more games that you have access to, and the big titles like something like Far Cry. Again, I'm gonna stick to that because we want to be able to have these big titles. And it's crazy what um, uh, who said that? Was it was it GT? Was it you that said it? That it depends as to what platform you're using. Eventually, I don't know why, but I'm not going to want to pay for multiple subscription services the way that I'm okay buying multiple consoles. So eventually one of these services, one of these cloud services has to win. By default right now, I like Stadia better than all the other ones. But GeForce Now was impressive when I used it. However, I don't know, man. I, I, I think that them adding a lot more games and the way that the service runs is going to be a huge, huge advantage. I just don't know if someone that is not a PC gamer would jump into GeForce now, which I think would be the only thing that hurts it. But them dropping more games might attract people to it. So I don't know. I'll ask you guys that. Do you guys think someone that's not a PC gamer would still subscribe to something like GeForce now? I can speak for Khaled. Kelly is not a PC gamer and she is playing on GFM because she likes the games which are coming to it. Oh, okay. Let me know when I can speak. Oh, I'm, I'm just saying she, she, she is just a gamer and she just likes uh, seeing the games there and being able to play some of these on the go and the, the prices on the games where you can buy it on Steam where you get them free with, with Epic. Uh, she, she likes jumping in that way. Yeah. Off you go, cowboy. So I get shouted at now. Yeah. No, I just feel like um, I don't know how good of an arrogant that is, right? Like my wife plays on Stadia, but that's because I got Stadia. Oh, yeah. When I wasn't playing on Stadia. My wife was playing on PlayStation because I was playing on PlayStation. You know, I just feel like yeah. That I don't now. Me, I'll answer the question for myself. I am a console guy, and I've always been a console guy, so I feel. Maybe that's why GeForce now just kind of goes over my head. Like whenever I hear people talk about it and I think like, dude, I got so many games. Like, why shouldn't I be excited? Right. They, they're going to have way more games in Stadia. Like, and I'm the one and done guy. So what Doc is talking about, eventually he's going to want one to win. I'm already in that headspace. I don't want multiple things. I'm the guy that I love it when Duncan, every time Duncan does his shows and he says, if you was only a Stadia guy is a good week. I'm like, that's why I don't have much complaints <laughs> for Stadia because that's all I play, right? So um, so for me, GeForce Now is two things, right, to, to jump into it. So one, yes, you got to buy your games, right? Two, you still got to pay for service. I could get over that. You pay $9.99 and then you you could pay unlimited, whatever, right? It's not a, it's not an expensive price. Some people might nitpick that, but it is what it is. They got to make some money, right? So I don't. I keep going back to the PC thing, I guess. Some people are like, well, you'll have the game and then you can play it on your PC. And yeah, I got a gaming laptop, but I never once downloaded a game. I don't know. I just feel like it's a weird thing to me. And then plus, let's get into the games, right? I don't know. I look at the games. I'm like, let's be honest. Like I said, with services, typically subscriptions, even though this kind of isn't a subscription, 
you get older games and cheaper games. Almost every game you mentioned on the list is like, it's like place to, it's like um, Stadia Pro. I don't care about any Stadia Pro games. Now, every now and then, they get a game that I wanted to buy, like Grime. I really did want to buy Grime. And I was like, oh, wow, I was on there. But it's it's a cheaper game, right? It's an indie game, right? So I feel like, yes, it ha- being able to have Riders Republic, for me, that's that's a game that I'm actually looking forward to. I w- was waiting for Stadia to get a non-simulation um, racer game because I'm terrible at it. So Riders Republic, I'm like, and I watched some people play the the the, the um, beta, and I was like, okay, that looked like I might actually like it. Um, Guardians, I'm a multiplayer guy. I remember Duncan trying to make fun of me. It was like, look, you're not going to get Guardians. I said, show me the gameplay. So then gameplay came out. I was like, it's not multiplayer. And I'm not just saying that I'm a superhero guy. I just like a third-person game that's multiplayer with superpowers. So you get rid of that multiplayer, and it's like, I'm not a Guardians fan, so it's just not for me. Um, uh, and then Far Cry, I never played any of them. At some point, I will. But the other games, like Keeper, Legend of the Keepers, like, these are those games that, again, I'm never going to get hyped over a Stadia Pro game. And I'm a Stadia guy. I just, in my mind, those subscription games, they're never going to be a AAA game. And if it is, it's going to be like a year old. Um, those games don't do anything for me. But the service of GFN is a little weird to me, which I don't think, I don't know why it should be. But I think, like Doc is saying, I tie it being. No, it more should feel PC weird game. to it is you. Weird. It should feel yeah. weird to you. And I've said that many times with GeForce Now. It is first and foremost a cloud gaming service geared toward PC gamers. Right. It was when it launched and it still is now. The difference now is, you know, GeForce Now was happening before cloud was happening. You know, and when they started their beta in 2015 for PC gamers and whatnot, and with the GPUs and that type of thing, it was a totally different crowd, right, than what we're looking at in 2021. Now we've got Stadia, Luna, xCloud coming on. we got cloud PCs all over the place, and it's getting nuts how many places you can play these games. So it is still geared more toward PC, the PC market, and it's not going to have the ease of use of a, of a home console. That's what Stadia was geared towards, the ease of use and purchase and business model of a console. And that's what I tell people. If you want the console experience, Stadia and Luna are your closest in the cloud right now. If you want your PC experience, which is my crowd, which is me being a PC builder and someone who does that, you want to be able to tweak every setting, get whatever FPS you want out of the game. You, you want to jump into all the free-to-play, most popular PC games that are out there and that type of thing, GFN is for you. But if you're not a PC gamer, you're not into PC games, or you want the console experience, it may not work great for you. And that's why I don't ever want to see us get down to one service. We're going to need multiple services to cater to all the different gaming uh, tastes that are out there and all the different platforms as it is. And you see Xbox doing similar with xCloud. That is free. That is baked into Game Pass. It was added mm-hmm. to it for existing Xbox members to experience it and get a taste. But xCloud is not yet what xCloud will be when it becomes a fully baked standalone cloud service. So they're kind of like a companion as well. Like GeForce now goes it with is. PC gamers. xCloud goes with Xbox gamers who have Game Pass and want to dabble a little bit a little bit, and that type of thing. It's all so different. We get into the comparisons. It gets really difficult with all these. With Damn, all that these was, a, that was a great way to put it, though. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was definitely. great. Yeah, xCloud is a companion to Xbox. Yeah. And now is companion yeah. to PC and freaking yeah. Stadia. Like that's why platform. I say yeah. try them all. If you want a cloud game, if it's something you're passionate about or you're interested in, please just however many are available in your area, they're not expensive. And almost everybody has some kind of free-to-play game or free tier. GFN has loads of free. Um, you can do whatever you want. Try them all out and see what works for you or what platform you're used to. Find out which one kind of mimics that and then go experience yeah. it. So it's not such a shock like going from Windows to Mac or vice versa. Yeah. 
Now, Doc. GTP, can I ask you a quick question? Let me ask him a quick question. Sure. So, sure. because you're the PC guy, how I got a friend of mine that's in love with when I say this, and I want to ask you then, what's your take on Shadow? Like, if I have Shadow, do I not need GFN? Like, explain that to me. Like no, well, that's different. I won't compare cloud gaming to cloud PCs too much because yeah, if you why, if you why? need a cloud PC, you need yeah. a cloud PC. You need a full okay. blown Windows yeah. operating system in which you're editing, creating content, you're gaming, you're doing all yeah. these things. If you don't have a gaming PC and you do just want to game on PC, you could just do GFN. It is PC versions of the games, but you're going to limit yourself to what they carry. If you want to play every PC game, that would be something like Shadow. So it's completely different category. You're you're not even the same consumer. Like a Shadow PC or a Mac settings PC consumer is not the same as a Stadia or a GFN or Luna consumer. It's it's totally different. Thank you, man. Cowboy, I told you the dude was sharp, man. You I, you did. Listen, I watched you too, I know. That's why, and, and like like uh, Doc said, he broke it down. And he draw, yeah, there's he levels that good. to this, man. There's levels to this. coffee, man. It's like, listen, juice up this week. Hey, hey, GTP, just do this for me real quick. Just just brush your shoulder off real quick. Just. So what about Sony's cloud service? Do we care about that? Oh, we get into that. We get into that. But Duncan, what's your take here, man? We didn't talk to you yeah. about GFM well, news. GFM, GFM. It is another GFM week with a couple of big bangers coming. Uh, see, this is where it gets all murky uh, with the shadow drops. I'm going. I'm not. I don't duck away from the thing. So I can. I can see the cardboard is just. He's just waiting there patiently. He's got his hands out. He's ready. He's ready to pounce. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, GFM have announced over twenty games coming this month. They are not announcing one or two games a month. Maybe you might get into five or six games for the whole month. They are announcing an absolute stack. Uh, they are aiming to get uh, a fair number each each week. But what I think they are doing now is announcing their new games coming each month, giving them out there so people know what, what the brand new day and date releases. Why is uh, that important? You know why it's important. I don't. I don't. I know this. Uh, you, you just want to set it up here. This is, this is why it's fun. Just so you know, games yeah. are actually coming, and you can start yeah. planning on what platforms you want to get it now as well. Uh, G GFN are actually up front, front, and uh, with us to say, some of the games they do not know are coming until the last sort of minute. These are the games they are. Definitely 100% or as close to as 100% sure that are coming for this month. And I think that's good. And, and they're trying to get us to say that, to get the communication out for them as well. They're, they're, they're really good with their communication um, for trying to get us to just uh, get uh, users to understand what's going on there. Uh, for, for this month, uh, Oh, I, I want to say something. Uh, there's a game which is said it's coming in October. It is not coming in October. It has been pushed back to February, and that is Buccaneers. That has been pushed back to February. The devs, Ooh, have, good to the, know. De- the devs have actually just pushed that back because it needs more polish. And they're being absolutely frank about it as well. The reason why they're pushing it back is they don't want the, the game to get lost. 
they need to get for another month or two's work and they don't want to release them in November, December and just get lost in the sales. So they have pushed it back to February. So that's a game which is a bit like Sea of Thieves. Uh, with the other games coming, again, everybody's going to talk uh, about uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy and that's what I'm looking forward to, to playing. And uh, I think that's going to be a load of fun. So I think it's a GFN uh, month again. Again, they're just setting the standards for themselves and they just have to keep on hitting it. It is, as someone said, when their standards slip, we're going to be hammering them, which is which I don't think is going to be fair when it does actually happen. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Cool, cool. I think we've hit everyone with GFN. Me personally... You know, I used to make fun of GFN saying they have weak weeks, but man, I, I can't say that anymore about this platform. I feel like they've been consistent with game releases, man. I mean, you look at this month alone, right? Compare it to other platforms. You have big hitters. They got Far Cry, which everyone had, but that's that's a big guy. Fist is another good game, right? They did. They get in. They have Riders Republic. I mean, if you stack this up against, you know, what Google Stadia is giving you and what Luna is giving you, what Xbox Cloud Game is giving you, man, it's just like they're killing it. So in a way, I can't make fun of them anymore for having weak weeks. I feel like they've been really consistent with bringing good games. So shout out to them, GFN. Anyone else for this platform before we move on to... I think we're gonna do playstation next man i don't know all i gotta say is game tech now has me wondering whether or not i should keep gfn <laughs> Bruh, i'm not gonna lie i know that wasn't the point but th- so the only reason gfn like really impressed me so like you said you could change the graphical settings and everything and I, and I play cyberpunk on my nvidia shield right but I have a 1660 Ti, which is not a powerful um, GPU at all, which you know, right? But I do want to get a better computer. If I get a better PC, why would I use GeForce now versus playing the game on my PC? And that's the only. And why would I pay for it? That would be the question. When I'm already buying the game on the PC, like I'm already buying it, so why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, queue lines aside for certain games, there's always the free tier of GFN that can allow you to dip toe in some of your PC games when you're away from your rig. If you didn't want to put the money for $10 a month, of course, you get the six-hour sessions and you get ray tracing and all that, like for Cyberpunk and that type of thing. Um, right now, I have an RTX 2060, which is only because I haven't been able to buy a 3000 series since last October. I've tried uh, for a year now. Um, and I still use GeForce Now a lot because anytime you know I'm out on the deck with the family or I'm doing something different and I want to load up something, I'll, I'll jump into that, right? Because if it's a game that doesn't have cross-progression and I can't use another cloud service to play it, I don't want a new game, so I will play where my games are already having their save on my PC versions or whatever. So that's why I say it's a really good companion to PC gaming because when I'm away from my rig or on vacation, which is plenty, I, I can use GFN for anything that I, that I want to with that. I'm going Although to I play Xbox a lot, so xCloud is my other way to, you know, of course I'm going to play on my Series X at home or my S here on my PC monitor if I'm at home. But if I'm, again, outside or at a friend's house or away, uh, I'll either stream those 
you know, directly to my phone from my house or I will play xCloud. But everything for me with cloud right now is a companion to something I do locally. And that's how I look at it for me personally. But there's plenty of people, of course, replacing local with cloud. That's a totally different different kind of thing. Now, if you build a nice new computer sitting there, 3080 or whatever you have, and you only care about gaming and getting that experience there, and you don't care about a, a 2080 or whatever they upgrade to, in the cloud when you're away, then GFN might not be something that you want to keep a hold of. But if you want to access those games, you know, away from your rig, you might want to keep it. And remember, once you cancel the founders for $4.99, you go to $9.99. So that's another I whole know, thing to think about. I know. I know. Ubisoft's got us too. If you cancel I them now, know. you go to 18 from 50. So it's like, you know, they're all trying to lock us in, man, with these subscriptions. Yeah. It's, it's like with my TV subs, I'm like out of my mind with how many TV subs there are. <laughs> So when you said uh, the companion thing, that's what really got me because I never thought of it like that. And I'm like, man, that's genius. So, yeah, so GFN right. is a companion app to PC. xCloud is a companion to Xbox. However, Microsoft is doing something crazy that they're giving me that for free. Yeah. So why yeah, the yeah. hell am I paying for GFN? <laughs> it's all personal. You know now you're getting it's into personal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It starts yeah. getting into your own yeah. consumer preference, which yeah. is where our, our, our conversations hopefully help somebody else out there spend right. their money wisely, which is the point. Yeah. And GTP, so, so, if you, well, let me ask you for a quick, no, if you ahead, have a, ahead. if you, sorry about that. If you Thank have you. A, a game on your PC and you get GFN, it cross saved. As long as that game has cloud save, which almost yeah. everyone does, Origin, yeah. Epic, Steam, there's very rare there's a game without cross save. Uh, Kina, unfortunately, was a new one, and that's on the yeah. developer. They didn't put cross save, or I mean cloud save is what I mean, in, into that, and that kind of messed me up. So I wound up not playing it on GFN because I wanted to play it on my PC. Um, but oh. that's rare. It is a rare case. You can run into it. Um, but yeah, that's that. usually you're good to go. Yeah. So, Doc, let me ask you, how many uh, movie streaming services do you have? Oh man, because my damn kids. Yeah. All right, so I got Netflix, yep. Hulu, yep. Amazon Prime, and yep. Disney. Yeah. So uh, similar, that's that's kind of high view cloud gaming, right? If I want to watch my Game of Thrones, right, I'm hopping on HBO Max, right? If I want to watch my Stranger Things, I'm hopping on Netflix, right? Vice versa, Hulu has the exclusives as well. You know, that's how I view cloud gaming, right? If I want to play an Xbox exclusive. I'm hopping onto xCloud for that. If I want to play a, you know, PC exclusive, Epic Store exclusive, you know, I'm hopping on GFN for that. So in a way, that's kind of how I view like cloud gaming, right? Just whatever you want, whatever you want to play, hop on, play it and leave when you're done. In a way, it sounds trashy, but that's, yeah. you know. But every single month they've been taking money out of my yeah. account. <laughs> you got yeah. And I'm not you using be smart it. With that. I'm not using it. <laughs> That's how they get you, man. That's how they and get it, you. Because so. with that whole thing, same streaming thing. Like I think I look at like I don't know how music didn't get me, but like I'm a huge Jay Z fan. And yeah, when Jay Z yeah. when he went to title, title and, and yeah. his music was only there, I was like, Cool, Jay Z, I like you. Yeah. But not that much. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was okay with only having Spotify at the time. And then yeah. Verizon uh, gave me a deal that I could get Apple Music for free with one of their promotions. So yeah. I, okay, buy Spotify, went with Apple Music or whatever, right? right? And I didn't even look at what I was not getting. But with games, it's different. It's like, even though I can't consume games at the same rate that I can consume music or TV shows, I still want to have access to all of them. And that's crazy. <laughs> it makes and no it's sense. Weird because yeah. I'm the opposite. I'm the guy that you were talking about. You left with Jay-Z. I'm the guy that I just want one. Um, but again, I'm down. I'm, I'm being honest. I'm, you got whoever paid the play the least amount of video games on this panel probably plays 30% more than me. 
right? So for me, it's perfect because uh, yeah, I don't sense. play. I used to play video games so much, but I don't anymore. So that's what I was trying to tell people. Like when people was mad at me the other day, you don't have nothing wrong with Stadia. I don't play enough to know what's wrong. They got my favorite game and it works. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else, you know? So that's just me. Now, you know, Man, in the future. Can I ask you something, though, Cowboy? I don't want to derail yeah. the pocket. So so if, if you don't even got a 4K TV, right? I do. I got a 70-inch 4K TV okay, that I so, never play Stadia on. Okay, so why are you paying for Pro? Just for the little extra game. So, like, I have my main game, and then it's 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 like uh, every so often they got that little, like, you know, the little extra games. Like It's like, let me not use that now. Me, me you, and GTP are going to talk after this. We're going to talk to you about money management. <laughs> yeah. gonna, no, 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 because, no listen, no, no, don't talk to me because y'all pay, you pay for, like, a million services. You pay for one you haven't I know, I know. I, I need an intervention. I need <laughs> but, no, no, here's the thing, though. Like I said, every, like, so every now and then they have a game that, I wanted, but I would have uh, got. But um, I don't look at it like that, right? Because I look at pro like this. Pro are throwaway games. Those are games you naturally wouldn't have went in the store and said, I'm going to buy. You just get these random games that you might like. But here's what's cool. I'm going to use a word that none of us use yet. It's called ecosystem. I only play with Stadia players. So like the other day, we was doing a show, and we was like, oh, let's cater to pro games so people could play because if we pick non-pro games, chances are not everybody got every game, right? So that's another thing that's cool. I I'll still play video games oh. with my friends. And so with pro, I always have games that I can play with people because I love multiplayer games. That's so the first it, it, time in the last six months you've made sense. <laughs> I'm going to let that slide. <laughs> For the sake of the length of this podcast. Yeah, that's oh, right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's see where we're at. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. PlayStation now. Um, just to answer this question around where you at. Uh, you were saying, why do you need GFN if you have Steam Deck? So oh, I, that's, that's a that's great good. question. That's the good. age so, of handheld PCs begins yeah, next begin. year. And yeah. it's going to come on strong. And it's going to change a lot. A so lot of stuff. Here, guys. So uh, AMD here. RDNA 2 <laughs> yeah, and 3 is oh, coming. Yeah, and that you. is yeah. why. You know, we're finally going to get this stuff, and I can't wait. Like, Steam Deck is just the beginning. You're going to see everyone, HP, yeah. everyone yeah. is going to be dropping handheld PCs with our RDNA oh, yeah. 2 and 3 coming from AMD, and it's going to become portable PC gaming. And it will do, it will change things about like how many people from the PC world need cloud gaming. Because if you're in that PC category and you can also then grab a very capable handheld PC, it is going to yeah. change your opinion about if you need like GFN or something. True. Yeah. It's, it's but I think storage great. is always going to be an issue, though. Exactly. That's that's number one. Yeah. It depends on who you are as a gamer, too. Because I, like I was talking to uh, Ben, who's not here today, and somebody else, and it really depends. Like, uh, and Linus uh, Tech Tips was talking about this the other day as well. Some people want to have like so many games downloaded, like they need so many games. That I'm a person. Right. I'm playing anywhere from three to six games or testing yeah. uh, three to six games at a time. There's, there's only so much time, and with one gig internet, I'm like I'm good. So like I'll have all my games ready to go downloaded because i don't need them all ready to go all the time I, I and i plan ahead play one game at a time yeah, yeah so it's for me yeah. that's not a big deal but there's plenty of consumers that are like man with cloud i just never have to take up space I, you know and for them space is like a big selling point but for someone like me and a lot of pc gamers space it's it's not a really good argument when it comes to cloud for a lot of consumers not for all yeah, so I, I believe, um, so for instance, like I was showing you guys, I do have the One X player, which is a pocket PC. And something I'm realizing with this is, yes, you know, it's pretty cool to be able to play your PC games on the go. 
But there's still some advantage of cloud gaming, right? Like you guys were saying, storage being one. Second of all, battery life, right? I know this if I'm Ooh. cloud gaming under compared to using my, you know, processor to play it, you do um, drain your battery a lot faster. Ace, I, I do this with my laptop all the time. Mm. Yeah. I don't care if I have a gaming laptop with me or my regular Ultrabook. I won't game on it because of battery life. I cloud on it. And that exactly. is another huge advantage. Exactly. Like, I care about battery life way yeah. more than storage. So that yeah. argument right there is yeah. a big one. Sure. And then the other thing is with GFN, you can actually crank up the settings, right? So if you're playing the Steam Deck, from what I'm hearing, you can get about, like, medium settings, low to medium settings, right? But for GFN, you can crank it up to, like, high to ultra, right? So if you want to experience like better graphics gfn kicks in here so there's still advantages you know with cloud gaming even if you have a, yeah. that video is going to come by the I'm, way. I'm just but not I'm just sold thinking. on the steam deck yet like i got it yeah. pre-ordered but i'm just not sold because yeah. i feel like i'm carrying a pocket gaming machine <laughs> at all time <laughs> yeah, you know what i'm saying it's like, another thing oh, too yeah. listen i don't know if y'all ever seen my, i saw your video my video but that is the answer <laughs> that's the answer and I just got the brand new Galaxy Fold 3, which is 120 frames. Um, dude, yeah. it's the answer. It's it, The battery life's going to be better. Um, it, it got a camera. It is your phone. It has mobile data. That's the issue, man. I mean, you're going to get the Steam Deck. I'm not knocking the Steam Deck, but I am knocking the Steam Deck. So you got a Steam Deck, uh-huh. and when you walk out the door, then that's it. But you I can, can. No, 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 no. You can download okay. your game to your device no, no. like a yeah, switch but, right yeah true but then if i want to so if me and um uh what's it what's that guy name over there that's trying to dress like me oh um me and doc, doc. right so if i'm playing <laughs> doc and power rangers and he's like oh well um let's get that match i'm like oh well i gotta go whatever what's the like, kids games oh no what i'm saying is with mobile so because what what i get what ace is saying right but what i'm saying is yeah. with mobile data when i walk out the door the game can still continue I, and if it's a downloadable game, right, That's without tough. Wi-Fi or Internet, then you can you now you have to play your single player games. You can't continue to play multiplayer games. I think there's that's another that's side awesome. of that. Like there's people mm-hmm. like me that still can't stand playing on a phone. I don't care. I don't care if it's cloud. I don't wow. care what controller you give me. I don't like it. But, but if you give me my Switch, I love it. Or if you give me a handheld PC like the there Steam Deck, I'll go. be good. Like that so, setup right on, there, I have that. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> I hate it. I just don't like it. I need GeForce now just for you. Plus, we're comparing Steam Deck, which is a portable PC to play local gaming with local latency and performance, to cloud gaming. And I still haven't figured out how the cloud gaming community is trying to put the Steam Deck, which is a PC, in with cloud when they really don't like to talk about desktops and laptop performance when it comes to cloud. But yet the Steam Deck, because it's portable, is all of a sudden this big cloud interference thing. It's really interesting to watch. His his energy just changed. Hold on. You might have hit the nerve. His energy just, I felt that oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Cowboy. Oh, no, look, I, think, I think what's cool is you're going to find people playing cloud on the oh, Steam Deck, right? What I'm just saying, right? Hear me out. You said, oh, I'd rather do my Switch. I mean, I hear you. My screen, this screen is bigger than the Switch screen. I'm just saying. Like, this screen is bigger. My, my stepson has a Switch, and I lined him up. Matter of fact, that was my old one. This is bigger than the old screen. I'll tell and, you, you're, um, just so I'm, you're just I'm just saying the answer <laughs> to cloud gaming on the go is a folding phone. That's all I'm saying. It's not Steam Day. It's folding phone. 
I think that's Burn a consumer yeah. preference more yeah. than an answer. Well, well <laughs> let, let's not. Steam Deck is not even on the show notes. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <Let's keep moving. laughs> it's not in the notes. All right, let's keep moving. So PlayStation Now, right? Last of Us 2 is now a thing on this platform. But here's my issue with this. This game runs awesome by the way playstation now if you haven't played it yet and you can if you have a you know rtx you can use that to give you better graphics upscale and if you want to call it that but this game is only available until january of next year so here is sony again put in a triple a game from the first party studios and removing it spider-man was a victim of this and lately they told us that most of the games moving forward first party is going to stay on playstation now so this is an issue but despite that they did have a really good amount of other games coming to this platform right so again they had hades is one that's been out for a lot of other cloud game platform fallout 76 final fantasy 8 remastered that's uh desperados 3 uh let's see yet another zombie now, game uh-huh about like eight games released for this seven to eight games just released for the month of october so yeah they had again fallout 76 final fantasy 8 remake desperado 3 um yet another zombie and the last of us part two all just released for this platform so Really good week, but I would say the kicker here is the Last of Us not staying on PlayStation now. So I'm just going to open that up to you guys. What's your take on this game? We haven't heard from you in a bit, so let's check in with you. What's your take on that? Uh, I mean, it always sucks when games leave platforms, right? Um, It's not a good look, and uh, it kind of boosts the Stadia model quite a bit in, in my eyes, where... You can respect mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, with Stadia, you buy it, you keep it. And, yeah. and that, that's great. You don't have to worry about it. Um, I experienced this with uh, xCloud at one point as well when they removed um, Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah. I, I, I was, I was kind of bummed out about it. I'm like, yeah. wait, shit, I, I just jumped into it and I was having a good time. Now it's leaving. So I think all cloud gaming models should at some point allow you to buy the game and keep the game and also subscribe. It's... It is what it is. And if they can't embrace that, then, you know, models like Stadios will always hold that top place for me. Um, When it comes to gaming, um, you know, content that I consider experience one time, throw away. Okay, fine. I think subscription models work great for that. Netflix, I'll probably never watch the same episode more than twice. All right. So that's great for subscription models. But when, when there's something I want to go back to and go back to, I feel the I love the comfort of knowing it will be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So if, if, if PlayStation now can't get that together, man, then, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're going to have um, serious, serious challenges because they're, they're the furthest behind, in my opinion. Yeah. True. But, but the True. games are cool, though. I mean, the, yeah. the games that they have coming and, and if they actually get it together, I mean, hell, it, it'll be like it is today. Um on the flip side with consoles, they'll definitely own the top spot in cloud gaming when they finally get it together. Yeah. Um, if not the top spot with X cloud, um, which is, I guess, in my opinion, you, you mentioned a game like Hades, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe X cloud is the best way to play Hades, right? Because of the, um, the custom touch controls. 
Microsoft is a gaming company. They gave you custom touch controls. I don't care. I, I don't need to be concerned about an LB or R1 or L. I don't have to worry about all of that because the touch controls are pretty damn fantastic. Whereas you look at Google Stadia, most of the touch controls with Stadia's games are just tacked on. It's like, I will never think about using touch controls with Stadia because Google's an engineering company. The tech yeah. is great. They're engineering company. They are not a gaming company. Microsoft took this mm. touch control thing to the next level because they're gamers. They understand that. So hopefully PlayStation does the same. Fair point. Fair point. Good to good take good. on that, G2. Yeah. Uh, I keep calling you the gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we, we got to yeah. that G. We got to get the G's yeah. out of here. <laughs> the G's. <laughs> Yo, Cowboy, what's he taking this, man? You're Sony guy, right? So yeah, how, man. I used, how, used to be used a to Sony be. guy, man. Right. Um, I, I, well, first of all, man, if I could somehow get um, Gamer's voice, man. Dude, when I hear his voice... He sound like he he sound like uh, that's the voice for Aaron Black, man, for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. He sounds like he could be that cowboy. I just want to put, I just want like that to be my voice, man. I've told him that many times, but um, so I just want to say that again. Yo, 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 Doc, you look concerned. Man. <laughs> what, yeah, man? The, I like the dude's voice, it's man. He's got show. the it's coolest, smooth, like he got the cowboy voice, man. Yeah, wait, if I can oh, have this man. man's voice, whatever, man. Listen, I can have my my uh, my um my uh. What's today? Saturday? Saturday? They don't got like a male crush Saturday thing. Whatever. Anyway, let's move on. Let's go. Let's go with it. Much love. That's my dude, man. That's my guy. All right. Duncan's just getting jealous. Duncan, you're my dude. This is hilarious. <laughs> Listen, gamer man, he's a, he's a smooth talker, man. Listen, yo, he's still going. Okay, can I just say, can I just ask the people in chat, can people just clip that, please? Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, listen, I'm comfortable with my manhood, man. It's okay, all right. I'm bringing it back. I'm gonna reel it back. Hey, yeah. thanks, thanks for having me on, man. You know, I got no, you good, man. You good. All right, man. So, um, um, so the PlayStation thing, here's the thing. Um, and I'll go back to it because I know, uh, Gamer was saying they got to fix it. But historically, the sur- even Netflix, if Netflix has been around for how long? They do not keep programming, right? Some stuff don't stay. Some stuff do. Now, what I think Sony should do is take a play out of Xbox book. Look, man, it's your own homegrown stuff. Why is it leaving? But let's be fair, and I'll tell you why. Because PlayStation is considered the, the, the measuring stick of gaming has always been console sales, right? So since they sell the most, they're considered the king, right? Now we're entering into a new realm where Game Pass is really shaking, shaking that PlayStation tree. So the thing is, and I said it too, I've said it, I said it, I'll say it again. If I could just get the game on a service that, that I could play on any device, then why do I need to pay $500 for a console? So if they sell so much because of their console sales, then it probably would hurt them to allow you to, now granted the games are old, Right. The Last of Us 2 came out a while ago. It's not that old, but I played and beat it already. Right. So the thing is, if I allow you to just get that game and keep it on my service, some people might be like, you know what? Um, Like I proposed this before. Right. They when we was all waiting for the Sony announcement, I said, what if Sony does this? They say that any um, Sony exclusive that come out. Right. 
it's going to be wrapped in PlayStation Plus six months later. So that'd be like, whoa, so I don't really have to buy it. But if you really want it day and date, you'll buy it. Right. So, again, if I could just play it on PlayStation now, then what's the point of me getting a system? Right. For some of the people who don't buy stuff day and date. So I feel like it has to. I'm just, you know, bring this up because gamer said they got to get it together. I just feel like. Dude, they make so much money for console sales. They're probably not going to just allow you to keep their bread and butter games. It will it will hurt them financially if they make so much money on or they pull you in an ecosystem by buying their systems. But to move forward, yeah. unless anybody want to touch on that. So so just real quick, you said it's going to hurt them financially now. Right. But do you think in the future that's going to hurt them financially even more? If they get smart to adopt the new where everyone else is going, I feel like Sony's old school because I feel like because they was the king for so long, right? Mm-hmm. Last console war. I mm-hmm. feel like they're holding out. They they are right out yeah. of every yeah. system. They're like holding out, yeah. but they can't for too long. But they're yeah. showing you that they are by making this co- making you know um, you know uh, the last of us only stayed in January. You know, yeah. even Avengers. Avengers was on PlayStation now, but it came mm-hmm. off on July fifth. Yeah. So. Yeah. But again, it's the traditional service that don't keep games. They don't. I mean, Game Pass games don't stay either, right? Um, not all of them. So, um, but if we get back to the games they got, I mean, they got some heavy hitters. If you didn't play these games already, I'm I'm the stickler for saying a game is old, um, because I'm just the word interest means a lot to me. If I was interested, I would have played and beat it already, right? Six months later, and then I'm you know so. But for the people who didn't, I think they got some good stuff on the lineup. So kudos to PlayStation now, you know. And also you saying it played Last of Us playing really well. It does. So that's another thing. So GTP, I'm going to get to you because I know you tested it. But just want to give you all a disclaimer for those of you guys who might want to pick this game up for PlayStation now. Just know in order to progress, and I'm finding this out with most of Sony's first party studio game, you actually going to need a PlayStation controller because... They're going to ask you to use that trackpad, especially in The Last of Us 2, to play that guitar. And boy, oh boy, if you don't have it, if you're using the Razor Kichi or whatever the case might be, you cannot progress in that game. So that really Ooh, sucks. That's uh, a, so that's just telling you guys yep. with that, right? So GTP tested this. What's, what's your take on it, man? Yeah, it's, uh, to say, too, last summer when Spider-Man was on PS Now... And I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. And I was like, cool, I'm going to jump in and play Spider-Man. And I quickly had to drive to Best Buy, grab a controller, and come back. Because after <laughs> yeah. the first boss mission, yeah. you need the touchpad. Yeah. I'm like, no, I have to play. So uh, I went and grabbed a controller for that. Here, here's the thing. Um, P- All right. So games leave, right? Game Pass, PS Now, that type of thing. But that's supposed to be third-party games that leave. For Microsoft, first-party games stay forever. Um, PS Now needs to be the same way. Exclusives needs to stay. And what confuses me more, and Duncan might have more clarification when he gives his take, PlayStation and Sony announced that their exclusives were staying on PS Now they moving did. forward when they added they Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, and then they added God of War. Those two games are permanent additions, and they said that would happen going forward. And then we get The Last of Us Part Two, and it says leaving January. I am still like I have a headache right here in my temple, where I can't figure out what Sony is even doing right now with that can, title. Can and I saying that? Can I uh, just get 
So I don't know if this is true, but I think they've seen Onslaught coming from <laughs> Xbox Cloud Gaming this fall with Frozen Halo coming, you, right? Well, they then need you got to, to step it up. Like, like, then you need titles staying. You need to be announcing and pushing marketing, right? We're always talking about marketing. Here's the other thing about PS Now. This service was born not so much as a cloud competitor or cloud service. Again, this started a long time ago. It was born out of backwards compatibility for PlayStation more than anything. Facts. And sorry, Duncan. But if it's PlayStation, <laughs> I'm gonna have stuff. I know PlayStation as well no, as Xbox. No, no. I, I I thought you were going to bring in the the the, the all night, and you know you're not allowed. To oh no, you do. No, I'm leaving. Now. I was leaving online for you. I'm not doing it. I'm not touching it. I'm not gonna touch online. <laughs> so PS, but PS now was born as a console companion. Right here we are with companions again. You have a PlayStation console. You subscribe to PS Now, you can play older titles on your PS3, PS4, whatever, PS5 now. You know, you can download them or stream them, you know. So Last of Us Part 2, it's cool because I downloaded The Last of Us Part 2 playing PS5 version, 60 FPS because of PS Now, but they're going to pull it in January. Well, that's not what Xbox is doing. So if you want to compete, they are going to have to make changes and do better when it comes to that. But when it comes to comparing PS Now to other cloud, it's really difficult because Sony hasn't embraced cloud and put out a structure that's going to be competitive in the cloud space yet we're still dealing dealing with ps now that was made for consoles only basically mm -hmm. even though they have the pc app now true true that mobile app needs to come but let's check in with you uh duncan here what's your take on the psn now news this week very very simple uh it's got everybody talking hasn't it and why it's the c word and it's not the C word, but I get called all the time. It's the C word called. Yeah, content. be careful. Man. <laughs> you got to clarify that, man. What's the C word, man? The C word is content. Oh, uh, <laughs> it came hard with that C. Yeah, hey, uh, I, 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 I was like, what kind of show are you running here, eh? <laughs> no, no, I said it's not the C oh, word, and I get called. So that's what I'm just saying. <laughs> it is content. The Last of Us 2 is a absolute influential and um, massive game. And it, it's no matter what ecosystem you're in, you, you have to acknowledge that this. Some people argue it's the best game ever made. For me, it's it's not, but I can see how well um, put together yeah. the game is and stuff like that. This is PlayStation's advantage at this moment in time. They have the studios, they've got the content. It's an absolute travesty that it is getting pulled off the, the service in, in January, February time, whenever it is, and it shouldn't really be happening. But PlayStation still have the upper hand. We know Microsoft are making the moves. And again, I'm no, no fanboy of any, of any service at all. They are in such a strong position they're just so influential. They've got the games. And we had uh, Jim Ryan talk today, or not today, this week, about going out there and pushing for the next couple of hundred million users. They want to get that out there. Yep. So PlayStation now is in their sights, but they're not they're not in a hurry to really push it at this moment in time. So for, for, for me, I, I think if we're just talking about the games... Nothing's going to touch The Last of Us 2, even though I'm not a big fan, but we know how, what it is there. But we do need to know why they are pulling it off this, this, the platform so so early. Yeah. I told you, man. It's, um, it, listen, it's a, 
it, if you want to throw the word system seller, the thing with PlayStation now is, like you said, it was it started. Well, sorry, GTP. It started off as just the because the PlayStation Five didn't have, PlayStation Four didn't have backwards compatibility like the PlayStation Three did. So at the end of the day, uh, because they it's a system seller, man. It was game of the year. I mean, you can't keep a marquee game like that on the pat. Let's be clear. We all said PlayStation Now is in the last, right? I don't think Sony looks at the cloud the way everybody else. Everybody's embracing the cloud. I think they're like, eh, this is this because they're this they're selling the most consoles right now. So it's showing what they're doing is working, right? On on that side, it's showing that they have yeah. what the most amount of player base, right? It's showing that what they're doing is working without the cloud being what everybody else wants the cloud to be. They're only gonna feel it. X, X Cloud is doing a great job at making PlayStation feel it. I know so many people had a PlayStation 5 and also bought an Xbox or jumped into the, the Xbox, but I didn't know many people that got an Xbox that went that route, right? But at the end of the day, they're still the king of gaming right now. And a game like The Last of Us 2, you can't allow that to be on a, a second-end service forever. Like, come on now. Because somebody would be like, I think I'm finally going to get a PlayStation 5. And somebody would be like, no, you got to buy The Last of Us. Oh, I thought it was on um, PlayStation Now. Oh, yeah, never mind. Like, you can't have something like that deter somebody from buying a PlayStation 5. Right. And that's why I think it's not going to stay. So It just makes I, sense business-wise. Oh, I, just, right. I just want to mention something else as well with PlayStation Now. And I was going to bring it up, but I forget who actually brought it up in the chat here. The price of PlayStation Now for the whole year is forty dollars. So it's cheap. Forty dollars. They, they have yep. promotions to every yeah once in a while. But yeah, uh, Cowboy, what are you saying about um, PlayStation? And there's a quote saying Sony's focused on this generation, while Microsoft is focused on next ten to fifteen years of gaming. Right? Sony's a very traditional company. They've seen what worked for them. Right? They're like, I. Console first, console first, exclusive, exclusive, exclusives. And I feel like that's what they're trying to do. But I feel like Microsoft's like, yo, I'm looking at the next 10 years, man. How do we reach the next 3 billion gamers? You know, yeah. Sony's still trying to figure out how to sell 100 million consoles. Anyway, um, let's move to Doc, man. What's your take on the PlayStation news this week? Okay, so I, I subscribe to PS Now. I actually like PS Now, and I yeah. do like their, their their games that you can stream as well. Same thing, like GTP said, I agree with you 100%. PS Now, out of all of these services, is definitely tied to the PlayStation console. Like, yeah. that's where you're going to get the best experience, everything. I hate that there's even an app on PC that doesn't let you download <laughs> the games on the PC. Like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, Xbox did it. Like, why wouldn't you do it? With that being said, though, I hear what everybody's saying, but I literally just did a review, um, a reaction to the Jim Ryan's interview. I don't know if you guys had a chance to see it yet. See it. Watch it for yourself. It is amazing. This guy is not satisfied with just selling 10 to 20 million copies of a game. He mm. wants these games to be able to be accessible by multiple people. He even used the word gate. You know how people talk about gatekeeping, right? He even used that word, right? So... What, what, what I see, what I got from the interview is that Jim wants to figure out a way to get more players to play these PlayStation games. And what yeah. I see, what I see is the, the most logical thing, it would be PC ports. Maybe they're not going to be day and date, but maybe six months later they come out on PC or whatever. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past him to really look at cloud as a possibility to get more gamers to be able to play. 
because it just it just makes sense. Trust everyone's looking. Cowboy, I give you props for this, right? Cowboy always says like, if cloud gaming is dying, because you got you know you got these people that are like naysayers about cloud gaming. If cloud gaming is dying and doesn't have a future, why are so many companies trying to do it? Doesn't make sense, right? And I always say, you know, there's levels to this. It doesn't matter how smart we all think we are. There's people that are smarter than us that make more money than us, right? That are looking at all these analytics, right? So I would be foolish to believe that Sony is not looking at cloud gaming somehow and trying to figure out how to jump into it. I just don't know if they have the money, the infrastructure to actually do it. As far as games leaving, though, especially The Last of Us, I think this is actually really smart and genius because they know, they know, right, that for the next few months, Xbox is going to have some bangers coming out. For sure. Right? Yep. So if they could make you have to play, and I'll be honest with you, I actually downloaded The Last of Us 2. Last night, my son hit me up and told me it was on PS Now. I was like, okay, babe, I'm going to download it, right? So my son has a PS5. I got a PS4 Pro, right? So we went ahead and we downloaded it, right? So I got it, okay? I know now that I got to play that game before January or it's gone, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay, so uh, guess what that's going to take away from? Ooh. me Ooh. being able to right right Ooh. right because okay. okay. i know i gotta beat that game okay. before january's over okay. right i'm telling you these people ain't dumb these people ain't stupid Girl. right now for someone that's already played it and it's not about subscription services and all that stuff then they don't care it doesn't matter but for someone like me yo i i i, I know halo's gonna be on there forever so Ooh. why would i rush to play it right and imagine huh. and imagine the narrative if for some reason the last of us on PS now has a higher player base than God forbid Forza or God forbid Halo. It just imagine, I, I don't think it's gonna happen, but just imagine what that would look like. Mm. That would be crazy, right? But I think I think that part of it is smart. Yo. Hey, hey so why are you going crazy? Man. Why are you going crazy? He said everything I just said before him. But I said it more articulate. And he's like, well, you know, and you're like, uh, interesting. I'm like, didn't I just say that? And I add it. Why? Because with detail. Oh, boy. The, I, I, I like to keep people away from playing the other uh, Halo and uh, Forza. That's, 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 I never put that together. So good stuff. Again, that's the beauty of having a panel like this. Yeah. Man. yeah. Knowledgeable people bouncing, you know discussions back and forth it's, it's good it's good hopefully you guys watch and they'll learn some stuff too yeah, but yeah i think we're done with playstation let's move on to google stadia man and i think <laughs> cowboy <laughs> i i think they had a pretty solid week right so let's get to this we had yes. far cry kind of just a question is the cowboy the stadia rep for this week say who say yeah. i didn't get a did what? Yeah, he said, "Is the cowboy the stadia rep for this week?" Oh, oh. So Listen, let me clarify. All right. So let me let me update you guys on this. So if you guys haven't been following what's been going on, so after our podcast last week, uh, just a little Twitter uh, controversy again. We can't seem to stay away from these things, man. But just a little Twitter, yeah, <laughs> Twitter controversy. Where uh, people were saying we're too hard on Google Stadia. Um, so, you know, I did a less chat on Wednesday and I got, uh, I, I wanted to have like an open discussion. So I sent some, you know, people who creators who covered Stadia. It's like, yo, let's have this conversation, right? If you guys feel this way about our show, let's have this conversation. 
So we did, I was able to get Jack on here and we did a less chat one-on-one. -on -one. And so he gave his take, I gave my take. And so when that was all said and done, uh, someone in the comments thought it would be a good idea for this podcast to have a stadium representative, someone who is, you know, about stadia. So we are going to do that, man. He I know, is about I know, stadia. I know, he no, is no, about stadia. Oh, no, no, stadia can do no wrong. Right? No, 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 no. No, so we we are going to do that. Again, you know, I, I, I think it'll be good. Again, the key for this podcast is to have really healthy, open conversation. But we're not stifling anyone from saying whatever the hell they want to say. But again, if 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 people feel that having a stadia rep here can get a better discussion, conversation about Clown Gaming Stadium up first... So we are going to get someone. His name is Rock, R-O-K-K. You guys know Rock. He's Rock. going to be a stadium representative. So starting next week, you're going to see Rock as a member of the CGX cast. So stay tuned to that, man. If he doesn't do good, why are you, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> why can't you Duncan as a stadium rep? Yeah, because he got anyway. a Sony headset on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, hold on! You you have no clue the whole behind, the whole thing. Yeah. You're dunking no, can, no, I, no. Can, I, can I just say the last two weeks when we were when we have been discussing Stadia, I arguably was the most positive. Of, to, you to, have to, been. You have been to be. It's a front. It's a front. He did call me the cowboy. <laughs> That's because you got you got a show called What Has Stadia Done Now? So you gotta try to somehow make yourself look like you like Stadia. Get on, so let's, get on. Let's, let's, let's move on, right? So Rock right. is gonna be here next week. Uh, but Ooh. let's talk about Stadia. Yo, time flies in this podcast, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Anywho, let's let's get right to this. Right. So Far Cry Six was announced and released, not announced, released for Google Stadia. This a promotion. To where not just Far Cry, but if you buy any game, any expensive game on Stadia, you do get a premiere edition. Um, so you guys definitely check that out because I think it's ending soon. Or if not, it's probably ended yet. Wait, what but is it? What, what do you get? I think it ends on the 10th. On the 10th. Okay, what, do you, what, what do you get? You get a control and a Chromecast. The premiere yeah. edition. They've ran this promotion multiple times. Damn, Resident Evil. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the other games released was Assassin's Creed Rogue and The Falconeer. Uh, so, again, solid games to the platform. And then we had a game that was announced by Ubisoft, Ghost Recon Frontline, that was stated to be coming to the Google Stadia platform whenever that decides to re release, which is um, uh, like, was it Battle Royale type game, if you guys were yeah. interested. Yep, 100 And players. then, yeah, it looks really cool, man. I'm, I'm a Warzone type guy, so the fact that Warzone's not Stadia and you yeah. can play this is good. Right, so the last thing is GTA Five. Everyone thought that this was coming to Google Stadia, the remastered, uh, not GTA 5, but GTA remastered. The trilogies. The trilogy. But it came out, right? The announcement came out and Stadia was not included. So I know that was a lot, but for the sake of time, I'm just going to ask you guys to give your thoughts on all of that, right? Normally I break this up and then 
but we don't have time. So to get started with this, let's start with you, Cowboy. What's your take on the stadium um, this week? I think um, I think they have some good stuff. I mean, I could be critical. Me personally, GATA is just the most basic game, but it's super popular. It's overhyped. Those games are so old that so it doesn't matter if that came or it didn't come. Um, the Falconer is I give it credit. It's cool. One guy developed that game, so I don't know if you guys know that, but there's one person made that whole game, which is well, cool. you talking about the Falconer? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if I, I'm I'm done with GTA, you know. Okay. Um, but well, I, I'm for the sake of time. But one guy developed that game, which is pretty cool. And I actually asked, uh, so I like flying games. So I'm either going to get that or I'm either going to get Chorus. So I'm waiting to see what Chorus look like when I come out. Cause I, I want a flight game again. Um, Cor- yeah. Chorus looks good compared to yeah. this. I'm just being real. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, it does kind of, but, um, I want to see what it's going to be like, you know, cause this is out. So I was watching people with gameplay anyway. So it looks kind of cool, you know, um, um, didn't pull me in, you know, didn't make me buy it. Um, Frontline, here's the thing with Ubisoft, and I got to give them credit. I don't think they're intentionally doing this, but I, I would be remiss if I had to say they were like, listen, a lot of people ain't messing with Stadia and some of the cloud, like um, Activision and EA. So let's make similar type popular games, like a Warzone, like the Call of Duty um, um, you know, uh, multiplayer mode. And let's put them in the cloud, you know, because uh, people... You know, people are going to play something like front Frontline and feel like is they're getting their their Warzone fix. It ain't the same, but it's going to be like, hey, it's an alternative. Um, but long story short, I think um, I think it was I think it was a, like like Duncan always say, if you're a Stadia guy, it was a good week for you. Um, I think it was I think it was good. You know, good good uh, some good stuff. Okay, fair enough. How about you, GTP? What's your take on the Stadia news this week? Yeah, I think it was uh these look the Falconeer, good shout out cowboy to that the developer. That dude's awesome. And he's been super interactive with the community and he worked really hard to bring the Falconeer to every platform and then cloud everywhere. So uh really, really cool. And I played that game twice. I played it on uh, Xbox and then I played it on Luna. It, part of their subscription over there, so I jumped in and it runs great. He's made sure that this game hits sixty FPS yeah. no matter where you play it. So uh, a lot of respect to him and that game deserves some attention if anybody hasn't checked it out. Um, course, yeah, I know everybody's waiting for that game. I can't wait to check that out. Um, let's see, Far Cry Six was great, right? Everybody's gonna. We've all harped on Far Cry Six for GeForce now and for Luna yeah. and all that. We're gonna talk about it with Stadia a little, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, um, I was it? actually yeah. surprised. All right, like we knew the 30 FPS was coming, so the Sting was kind of already out of that when I launched the game because I knew that was gonna be the case. Um, so then I started looking more closely at what kind of graphic fidelity and, and that type of thing we were getting in the game. And yeah, minus the 30 FPS situation for me, Far Cry 6 is awesome on Stadia, but Ubisoft, man, like, and this is where I get tore up sometimes where I'm like, it's great Ubisoft supports cloud so heavily, but man, if Stadia didn't have Ubisoft, we would be hurting on, on a lot of this stuff. And that's where I think the platform needs to work on getting games. And I know I was part of that Twitter thing that happened when I said, you know, we don't have contracts that we're seeing right now for EA, Capcom, 2K. We've already missed a lot of games this year. So, no, I can't sit here and say, here's all the proof that none of these games are ever coming again. But right now, we're not seeing the likes of any more of the MotoGPs, the F1s, the 2Ks. Next year, we might not have any EA titles as far as Madden, FIFA, and that type of thing, just because we've seen no contracts or announcements, and it's getting really quiet. Um, 2022 for Stadia game releases compared to what we were looking at last year into 2021 is so different 
that that's where it concerns me. So I understand why people don't necessarily agree with me. But if you just go out there and you start looking at what's coming for 2022, it's looking dry. I want to see a lot more marketing and hype because I am concerned where Stadia is going. But I think this mm-hmm. week, though, and the past couple weeks has been pretty good. And they're bringing some decent titles. But again, Ubisoft is supporting cloud like crazy. Otherwise, even Luna wouldn't be getting some of the big titles. So um, they're out there doing their thing. But these these platforms and these companies really like Google and Stadia got to get out there and make it happen with the content. Content. Yeah. So, do you, when it comes to like Ubisoft, do you, do you think they're too anchored to this um, publisher for their success? No, not for theirs. So Ubisoft's fine. Ubisoft is massive. No, I'm I don't about know. Sometimes Stadia. Stadia. No, for Stadia for Stadia's success, dude. What is Stadia's success point? We don't know. You know what I mean? They've been Mm. making a bunch of changes. They've been trying to make it easier for smaller developers to bring games to the platform. They seem to be trying to make it easier for larger developers as well. But then we're hearing the money's not not there. And Google used to pay millions of dollars for ports. And Google kind of closed the checkbook to that. And that's why we're not seeing these new contracts. So we don't know what all's happening behind the scenes. But at a time where we've seen every other platform boom, right, with Game Pass, like I think they slipped accidentally the other day and said 38 million subs and and phil spencer was like you know it's like 18 million no they're approaching 40 million subscribers on that geforce now is at 12 million you know they were at 6 million a year ago everyone's booming um and we're just not seeing it from stadia yet and i've never said they can't do it you know i still love the tech but the content's not there the future drops aren't there and that's just kind of where my perspective is on stadia i don't hold anything against Stadia. i still love it but the content's not there for me personally if like, I'm looking at the landscape of gaming and what games are coming in the next uh-huh. couple of years. So could I answer that? You said what's Google's success, Stadia's success. Um, I think um, we all agree. Well, not we all agree. Um, but I think the fact that you can purchase your games, right? So, you could, so when I did a video of I went through every uh, xCloud game and I went through every Stadia Pro game and then I went through every Stadia game, right? And so xCloud sounds great because when you think of it, you just think of, oh, well, it's tied to Microsoft, right? But when you look at xCloud lineup versus every Stadia lineup, then you'll see like, oh, yeah, Stadia has them bangers and they don't. Now, that was what, maybe a month ago. So, you know, Halo isn't out and isn't on that list yet, right? Um, I think the thing is, is that I said this to Duncan in the chat. We were talking one day. I said, well, you know what I think with Google? You know how some people say, well, Google is just their little test and they're seeing I think for Google, hear me out. You get us somebody like me, right, who doesn't play games that much anymore, which sucks. I was a big gamer. You get somebody who's like, oh, I just got back into gaming. You get somebody who's like, I'm not paying that much for a console, right? I feel like Google realized, you know what? All of us that get mad on Stadia, I feel like Google realized it's good enough for some people. And I don't know how much money they're making with Stadia, but I feel like they're making enough to be like, you know what? Stadia is good enough for those newbies and Stadia is good enough for the introduction of cloud. And we got the tech. I feel like they're not, they don't look like, which to you guys is going to be negative, right? But they don't look like they're pressured to be like, like we sometimes say like, like Duncan say all the time, I'm concerned. I'm concerned to me. I'm like, I don't know. It still works. They're still getting some games. They're not getting the bangers, but I feel like somehow in the back room, they're probably like, Eh, it's good enough and they got enough money to sustain it just to be good enough and we want more but i got a feeling they're like you know we'll get there and they're just slowly getting better so for so for some people 
If Stadia is not going to, that's why a lot of people get on me. Oh, Stadia. I said, I will never, ever try to sell Stadia on somebody. I'm a fan of Stadia, but guess what? I barely play. You're not going to get the games you want, right? And I'm being honest, right? You're not going to get those big bangers. Um, you you know, uh, you it's going to do what it needs to do. It's going to give you a certain catalog of games that you could purchase and keep. You'll never have to worry about them leave. Um, it's going to pretty much, if you got decent internet and data, it's going to work. For the most part, unless you're somewhere that it just can't. But for the most part, it's going to work. I feel like Stadia is just good. And Google probably like, you know what? I know we need to get this and that. And Duncan's like, oh, well, they're not getting this. Honest, it more feels like you're describing your own consumer preference more than what the mass of of gamers would be looking at. And I get what you were saying because it makes sense for a consumer like yourself with the it's good enough. But I will tell you for the... A um, couple of billion gamers out here that want to no. play every AAA and they want to G- get into the content. Right. Thinking G- it's good enough is not going to win the G2P, the war. G- GTP, don't even look at the look at it from a business perspective. Right. right? No company is going to sit there and say my product is it's good not enough good, for this. Right. You know, nope. and I would doubt they're in the black. Place. I still think yeah. Google's behind when it comes to Stadia. If you add up the amount of money they've had to pay for R&D yeah. on top of their monthly costs, on top of the amount they paid for the original contracts and ports, I don't think they've made any money, and I think that's why we do see a lot of the changes that we see. Right. I anyway, we'll see. Hold, hold on. I, damn it. I wish we had more time on this podcast. Yeah, it's getting good, right? I, yeah, I'm telling We have so many people. Duncan, uh, Let's get to you. I do want to hear what game I have to say. That's so what I'm saying. Damn it, though. But Duncan, go ahead. Go for it. Okay, I'm giving you the choice. Do you want the good or the bad to start off? Both. With? Both. No, what, what do you want first? I want the bad, Duncan. Hit me. Hit me like you right. always hit, hit me. Let's hit go, him baby. With the bad. Hit him with the bad. Uh, okay. Uh, the bad. We will start off with. It's basically continuing the theme here. The GTA news was a blow. The reason why this was a blow out there because it was originally leaked out there that it was coming to Stadia. Uh, um, this not coming is just highlighting again the the lack of big games coming down the line. Even though GTA is getting remastered, GTA is still a name. I sincerely hope that that comes to Stadia because, that, again, it's a game which will give more credence to Stadia as a platform having another big sort of title there. Going on to the good sort of stuff, I think this has been, if you take out the the, the GTA stuff, this has been another good week for Stadia. We're, we're into the, the fun season, Ubisoft, uh, the first party of Stadia is just absolutely banging out the games for them. They're, they're paying them an absolute load. And Far Cry is great comment. The 60 FPS thing, I think it really needs to be there. I've talked about this, and I've actually seen other people talk about it this week uh, with the 30 FPS on Far Cry 6 and or the lack of 60 FPS off it, that it's actually making some of people feel sick when they're actually playing the game. It makes them feel nauseous playing it. Hmm? And I can say I, I've experienced it on cloud as well. And the best way, and it is a Polaris who has came off of this, and I think it's an absolute brilliant way of describing it, is like the way you feel if you play for VR too long. There's some sort of emotions, nearly sickness when, when you're actually doing it. Uh, if you take out that, I think Stadia has a, a, good, a good week. And it's... 
That's what we want to see. We have Assassin's Creed Rogue with 60 FPS, and everybody was kicking off about how good this was at 60 FPS. 60 FPS only matters when it, when you get it on Stadia. So uh, it's 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 just it's just fun, but good week for for Stadia overall. Okay, fair enough. I the gamer Liz, let's hear you, man. Let's you take care. You've been quiet for quite some time. I mean, ah, uh, uh, God, I'll, I'll make this quick. I think it was a good week for Stadia Soft, right? Um, that's it. It's I, I don't really have a ton to add there that uh, anyone else didn't say. Um, I am concerned still. I mean, to this point regarding what's coming, but that's no difference than you know. I really don't know what's coming for Luna either. Um, so. Think they're kind of in the same boat and uh, you know yeah we haven't heard much about contracts but i haven't heard contracts um regarding luna or anyone else for that matter within the cloud space outside of x cloud i mean they're probably the definitive that i know something great is coming with these guys so i won't necessarily hold that piece against stadia too much but the fact that we've heard about contracts and we've heard about things that were coming in the past and actually came it is a little concerning to not hear anything at this point, to not, there, there isn't even a sniff in the water, right? We haven't had any connects. We haven't had, I mean, things just dialed back drastically. Yeah. So yeah. those are concerns. And, you, and you'd have to really be living under a rock to, to be like, you know, no, I'm not concerned about any of that. I mean, hell, give us a connect. You know what I'm saying? Give, give, give us something that you've, you've given us previously. Just, just let us know what, what's up, period. Um, True. I mean, that's, I, I guess that that's it for me, but I'm not, I'm not doom and gloom on it, but I am kind of like, eh, I'm, I'm not going to suggest it to you, to any of my, any of my homies. I'm not going to say, Hey man, go, go, go play this on Stadia. I, I won't do that. Not, not, not now. Why not? Um, because, you know, disappointment said, and I, I got a lot of my guys over on Stadia for 2K21 and, um, and for, for Madden, Madden 21. And, you know, I, I bought them all in for that. And they were like, wow, I can play this anywhere. Great, great, great. Um, but the the follow up just didn't happen, or it wasn't what was expected, or similar to um, what it could have been. Um, Stadia is just it just isn't respected in that way because it's such a new console with such a small user base. They 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 brought over Madden twenty two current gen version or last gen version. They didn't bring over the the next gen version, and that hit hit a lot of my guys hard. They're like, oh, screw Stadia! I'm jumping back over to my PS five or my Xbox Series X. I'm done with it. No 2K22? Oh, really? Oh, I'm really done with it at this point. So, you know, for Google to, to keep up and really, you know, make a hard push here, it's a new platform. You have to at least meet the gamers where they want to be. And I'm talking about the, the large majority of gamers. You have to appeal to them. You can't you can't carve out the, the, the niche sections and, and, you know, just just bring over games that maybe you know a small group of gamers would like. You got you got to go for the swing for the fences here. I think if you're not two years old yet, I think they're not doing that bad, man. I think we always keep we sound like because we have nothing else to compare it to besides our PlayStation and our Xboxes, right? That's just you know. So we all then you know PlayStation is going to get every single game. Xbox is going to get every single game. They built that brand that company. This is Google. To be honest. Google's like, please put our game on there. But the developers go to PlayStation and Xbox and say, please put our game on there. You know, so right. we got to remember that. You know, I, and I then, you know. No, I, I agree with you completely. The problem is the games were there. 
So so going towards the future, you look at it as, okay, now the games aren't there. And for people that committed to it because the games were there and we were looking positive, like, oh man, we have 2K, 2K21, we had 2K20, and then boom, no 2K22. All of my guys are like, oh no, this is dead, I'm out. So, so I get it I, and I'm not mad at them, I understand it. So there, there is concern. True, true. All right, let, let's get Doc in here real quick. Doc, what are your thoughts on the Stadia news this week? Man? So Stadia as a whole should be a, a no-brainer. I don't even understand how the Stadia is even messing any of this stuff up. My biggest concern with Stadia is their marketing. That's the biggest thing that I feel. I think their marketing is freaking horrible because I agree with everything everyone said, except for, and no offense, Cowboy, but we need more games on Stadia. This is the way I feel. Every single game that's a third-party game available on Sony and Microsoft needs to be available on Stadia. Because if you do that, then Stadia is what makes the most sense for anyone that considers themselves a casual gamer. You literally can have a next-gen console for free. For free. Because you don't even have to pay for Pro. For free. You can play with whatever controller you want. For free. The only thing you have to do is buy the game. So you can have whatever lineup you want. And to Cowboy's credit, like he said, once you buy the game, that's yours. You get to keep it. So for like like Gamer said, let's say his friends like to play the 2Ks and the Maddens. They can literally have a next-gen console for free where they play their 2Ks and they play their Maddens. But if those new 2Ks don't come, then no, you're, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. So to me, I'm looking at Stadium and it's like, yo... If if you're losing money with this whole pro thing, getting these these little BS games or whatever to come, and then you have one good game and then you have all these BS games, or you have games like Mafia 3 and, and Control that came out, but somebody that's already played them doesn't care, get rid of your pro model, focus on just making sure that you get every single type of game on your platform, and then you'll have gamers that'll literally be like, yo, I could, I, if I have a Google Gmail account, I already have a next-gen console. All I have to do is buy the game. That makes so much sense to me. And I don't understand when people are like, there's enough games on Stadia. No, there's not. Because the one thing that Stadia has over every other cloud service right now, in my opinion, is their technology. That cloud service runs the best. But Xbox is catching up. And when xCloud gets there, they're going to have a problem. Because now you're looking at Xbox bangers and Xbox third person. and It's just going to be a problem. So that's my only thing. Stadia should definitely use the whole free console model thing that they got. Run with that. Get every type of game on their platform and they'll be all right. Because what they'll have over xCloud is that the only way you're getting xCloud right now is, is with a subscription service. Whereas with Stadia, you don't have to subscribe to anything. So I have a little bit more. Everything you're saying is a little bit more. For instance, I think we, we often get super. I used to hype up um, Game Pass or xCloud, right? Oh, man, because it's tied to Game Pass. Until I actually did my video and I went from game to game, every game. Uh, when you really realize it, game, xCloud doesn't get so. If you if what you're saying, right, that Stadia got every third party game, they would just destroy everything because these passes don't get every third party game. If you look at xCloud, they do not get, they barely get that many third party games. It was amazing when they got Outriders and they got the Medium and they got um, the uh, the D&D game. Um, but when I looked at it, they have four new games day and date. If you take away the, the, um, the, 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 the exclusives. So no, they really no, don't no. get, but, but the platform of Xbox, you can buy every game. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't Stadia play is a, is what Stadia, I'm, yeah, I'm just yeah, going but, cloud but, for cloud. 
Stadia, I'm going no, cloud no. for cloud. But what I'm telling you, Stadia is bigger than just cloud for cloud. Stadia is a platform. Yeah, but Stadia is Stadia is not tied to anything. Everything else that we've spoken to, XCloud yeah. is tied to Xbox, right? PS Now is tied to PlayStation, right? GFN is tied to PC. Play, so Stadia should be destroying the game right now, and they're not because of their marketing, in my opinion. That's yeah. that, that's my you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the biggest thing for me, and I think a lot of us here have said it was, you know, you everyone is success the gaming market's booming because of this pandemic, right? There shouldn't mm. be an, any excuse where I mean you can't find consoles, you can't like uh GTP was saying he can't find an RT, you know, thirty thousand rig or everyone's doing well. And you here saying hey we have a free free console pretty much to play games and still uh it, it seems like people are just not jumping on so that tells me like uh doc was saying marketing is off somewhere right so go back to the drum board yeah and can do I, something can I, different can i, I think cloud just isn't popular period though to be fair say what say cloud what? the cloud just isn't popular to be fair when i the most when I talk to a diehard PlayStation guy, they don't want to have nothing to do with PS Now. You talk to a diehard Xbox guy, they don't want nothing to do with X Cloud. So to true. be fair, cloud but is just really not that true. Part. True, but if if the cloud maybe again it comes all comes back to market and maybe the way Google came out of the gate is like all right, we're targeting consoles, right? Our platform yeah. is you know twice stronger than the pro and uh xbox one x put together maybe if they would have marketed this is something new this is something exciting right. you know like we're not gonna we're not targeting like you know console gamers this is new like jump in we're you know come in with us we're new to this we experience i don't know but like it, it's just the fact that they're offering a free platform and no one's jumping on especially That's crazy, in the right? pandemic it's it's it's, something's not right, dear. You can use whatever uh, controller you want. It's you know, crazy yeah. too. Yeah. And I have one, one quick point, one last point. Go ahead. Um, so to to everything that you guys have said, think about it. Um, Cyberpunk on Stadia, that was like the highest point for Stadia, like the highest crescendo curve ball. You know that that was the top of the bell, right? The bell curve. That was it. How do you not ride that wave into, Facts. man, we have Facts. A22 on Stadia. We have Next Gen Madden on Stadia. We have Facts. this on Stadia. You have to ride that. That thing shot down so quickly. So it's quick. unbelievable. So I think you got to think, though. I'm, I'm going to be quiet after this. Um, there was such a good um, campaign of how bad Stadia was. We got to remember that, too. The, mm, the average person thought Stadia was terrible. Like that was going in the, I don't know if you was in the beginning, Doc, from the beginning, yeah. but in the beginning, man, all my friends, gamer friends, all my PlayStation guys, that man, all they pretty much alienated me because I was in the stadium. They didn't want to hear it. No, I'm like, you didn't, none of you tried it. I'm the only one that tried it. How are you telling me it doesn't work? Because yeah, I watched fair. the videos. I'm like, you know, your friend. But yeah, I'll, you I'll, remember, I'll, I'll give you this, Cowboy. Not only that, but I know for me, I lumped Stadia with every other cloud service, which the only one I had tried was xCloud because it was free. And at the right. time, cloud was trash. And that's when MM2K hit me up. It was like, bro, you need to try Stadia. Yeah. And when I tried it, I was like, oh, this is what it, it's supposed to be. This is what it should be. Yeah. But what I'm telling you is Microsoft is not going to stop with trying to get their technology up. And for those of us that already see the value in Game Pass, xCloud is going to be another extra value, right? Now, I know Gamer was talking about how he played um, on xCloud recently. I haven't played on xCloud recently. Is it better? Is the latency better? Is there, does it run smooth? 
Oh, it, it's fantastic for me. I mean, I can pull up X Cloud now and and run it like like it's local. I mean, Damn. on, on Series so, X, you see, yeah. and that's so, what Stadia needs to be afraid of. Yeah. But Duncan looks like he wants to say something too. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's the same for me with the X Cloud. But I think this is what sums up Stadia and their marketing. Far Cry Six, the biggest game of the week. Uh, some people can argue the biggest game of the year. I'm not one of them people. Stadia has a unique feature, and it was just announced the day it arrived in Stream Connect. Who, so, for, who so, forgot about that? Yeah. And, <laughs> no, come on. That's, that's that's a big deal. That's yeah. a big. That's a huge feature for a, a game. So your competitors again, this GeForce Now again, this Luna's again, the consoles again, and you have a feature that stands out. This big triple possibly some people's game of the year you have a different feature that makes your product more appealing than your competitors and you don't say anything about yeah. it until the day of release it's like come yeah, on guys you know sure. and it, it, the thing is like this is ongoing you know and doc has even seen it i doc i don't, I don't know if you like a true 100 percent cloud gamer but i, I know you know your yeah. console guy <laughs> But like looking at it from even your perspective, you've seen this. Like Stadia can improve on the marketing, and we in here, we, you know, in this, and we, we've been saying this for the longest time. And it, it's an issue. It's an issue. I don't know if they're gonna fix it, but that's why it's we pretty keep bad. What I always, when I bring up the marketing, people say it's not the Google way. They don't market. Um, but yeah, problem. marketing is important. I love movie trailers, you know. Um, but again. Again, Stadium needs to get the marketing right. It's anyway, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could keep Stadia had a good there, week. Yeah. They they had a good. <laughs> hey, we're we're real here, man. We'll we'll say this and this, but Xbox Cloud Gaming, real quick. Let's just touch in that, man. We're out of time, but again, they really <laughs> <laughs> always they release some games. Nothing like breathtaking here. Just gonna just read them out quickly. Oh wait, one game was incredible which is phoenix uh what is it phoenix point again they told us this game was coming to game pass didn't announce x cloud but it's a thin now for x cloud so check that out if you haven't yet it's a game called Vi- visage i don't know if i'm saying that right and then the what is this the <laughs> procession to calvary Again, they're not games to go and play right now, but just want to update you guys that they did get um, some games. The other thing I want to let you guys know is that uh, they there was an interview, an article that went up, and they said that most of their updates, upgrades to the Series X, custom Series X Blade is finalized, and we should be seeing all games take advantage of that. And then they hinted at, you know, TV support coming to xCloud and they hinted at a 4K uh, upgrade. So we know, yeah, so we know that they've talked about that. There's been rumors of them talking about 4K coming to xCloud. So stay tuned, y'all. That might be a thing this fall, especially trying to push Forza and Halo Infinite in the cloud. We might see that come this fall. So yeah, man, good stuff for Xbox Cloud Gaming overall. Anyone want to hop on that? I just want to say this, man. Yeah. I've um I like Stadia because it fits me perfect. But me and Doc did a video together 
months ago and i said it and, and the video was about how great xcloud was literally the whole video was us saying how great we think xcloud is and i said it there i said it many times i'm only um tied to my wallet that's only to be honest with you i like stadia because nice. i'm a basic gamer right but let xcloud allow you to purchase games they all the people who like coming. me yeah they yeah. they hinted it, but I, yeah. I and I people always say, well, when XCloud get there, listen, yeah. we'll get when we get there. Let's talk. But that's the day you're gonna be like, cowboy. I just heard you could buy any game yeah. on XCloud, and you could have their pass, and you could get all their their day and date games, and some day and date games. You hit me up when that news happens because it's that, gonna be some. That's gonna things. be dope. That's gonna be dope. dope. And because the value. Is again, like I said, when I dissect the Game Pass, I was like, I mean, they got some good third-party games, but they really aren't bangers. Now, when they get the exclusive, you can't take that away from them. Have a pass, and your exclusives are tied. That's a win. But their 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 third-party support, eh, it was decent. But if you could buy a game in the cloud, nothing's matching it. And you got the X Cloud, um, you know, uh, um, Blades. That's gonna be a scary day. You know, for everybody, GFN, PlayStation, Stadia, everybody. True. True. Anyone else want to add to xCloud? I'm going to just say this. I'm going to leave it at this. Phil Spencer a long time ago said that his competition was not Sony or Nintendo. That His competition was Google and Amazon. That man understood something that I did not understand at the time. Because at the time when I heard that, I was like, you're out of your damn mind, Phil. PlayStation (laughs) mopped the floor with you. Like, how are you going to say they're not your competition? But no, he understands the that like like Cowboy says the power of the cloud. Like it's a real thing. It's a real, real thing. thing. So yeah, man. yeah. Okay. we we have a tagline: the future of gaming in cloud. And it it mm. might take time, you know, yeah. for that to get there. But I I do think cloud is going to play a huge part in gaming. It might not take over console, but it's going to play a huge role. And I think these big guys see that, so that's why they're investing in it. But yeah, good point. All right, yeah, we're going to wrap this up, man. We're going to give the panel members a chance to just let them know, uh, let you guys know what they're doing, where you can find them. But appreciate you guys, consistent viewership. This was a lot of fun. This did not disappoint, man. We, I was, I wanted to know what this would look like and having uh, Monkey and, Cow- uh, not Monkey, I mean, Cowboy and uh, Doc here, man, did not disappoint at all. So thank you guys for being our guest today, for sure. But yeah, let's start with uh, Cowboy Man. What do you do? Where can people find you? All right, cool. Yo, did you heard he just called me a monkey, man. You heard that? Um, uh, <laughs> I call uh, people you, all different names here, so apologize, no, that's cool. Um, just so you guys know, me and Duncan are cool. Just so you know, I watch every single week. I watch the uh, what has Stadia done? He does a show that's good for me. I get all the everybody loves Stadia, but I love his show because he's extra critical. So if you guys didn't know. Like, I watch his show every week because I like to have a show. Like, I love Stadia, but, bro, yeah, my other friends, they're really, really la-la and love Stadia. And I do, too. And I get the whole, you don't find nothing wrong. I, I really don't. But I love listening to Duncan. Duncan pressed the hell out of Stadia. And it's cool to hear that other side. So just so mm-hmm. you guys know, I um I love Stadia but because I'm a basic gamer. I barely play. But I love listening to Duncan because he's going to let me know every single thing that he doesn't like with it, even when he's being extra. Um, with that said, guys, you can catch me on Now Your Mama Knows. Um, I am the king of content. I do six weekly shows now. Um, every show Monday through Thursday is at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. So if you just go to my channel, 5.30 p.m. Eastern, it's an actual schedule on there. So you can see it. 
And then I do another show on Thursday, uh, the Sandy Anthony show me and my wife and um, Big Mike and Little Ant on Sundays. So um, just go to my channel. It's literally a schedule. You just scroll down, you see everything. And that's where you can find me. Cool, cool. As always, man, it's good having you. You're not new here. We, no, you've been here multiple times. And, and, and uh, you were on the Sandy and Anthony show two weeks ago. I was. I was. Yeah. Good stuff cool. overall, man. Love the intake for sure. How about you, uh, Duncan? What do you do, sir? Where can people find you? I forgot to mention this earlier. Uh, I just wanted to shout out uh, Jack the Slip for coming on with you. I thought that Absolutely. was a th- I think that uh, took some grapefruits to come on here with what, what all things have been going on. So absolutely fair play to him coming on. But you can check check me out at Cloudy with Games. Um, want to escape on Twitter if you want uh, to see some rants and such like. Sure. So it's good having you here, man. Uh, love, love. Yes part of the panel but gtp sir how are you and what where can people find you you almost introed me again <laughs> anyway I did. No. I did. i'm out of it today guys freaking so. awesome show this was great um having everybody doc dark brought his normal youtube self his he it. was the same as always cowboy actually brought a little different self today which i liked great perspective as what kind of gamer you are along with your opinion so it gave a lot of perspective and it gave me even more respect for where you come from so that was really cool that you brought it that way today simple for me guys game tech planet on youtube twitter and facebook pc console cloud all of the testing i can do to uh, just show you guys how things run cool cool good to have you on your gtp gamer sir what do you do where can people find you i'm all over the place man um i don't really know what i do but um yeah <laughs> gamer tv plus you can find me youtube twitter <laughs> when i'm there i'll be there <laughs> <laughs> but man missed your presence here man it's always good having you here, man. for sure Should i love I? it yeah all right, man. Doc Dark, what do you do? Where can people find you? Hey, so again, thank you guys for having me on. I had a lot of fun. Cowboy, you know me and you, we pretty much got a relationship going now, bro. So it <laughs> yeah, is what man. it is. Um, but yeah, Doc Dark1985. You can find me on YouTube, uh, Twitter. I also stream on Twitch. Well, I, like, I try to, to, to stream on Twitch. And then if you want to add me on PSN, uh, Stadia, it's all the same gamer tag. So just add me on everything. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Good, good content for sure, man. Check them out. Again, all of the panel members' link are going to be in the description below so you guys can check them out. Again, just like uh, Duncan was saying, just want to shout out Jack. Uh, we held a one-on-one, like I discussed on Wednesday, about just what can be done to build a cloud game community. So it was a good discussion. Hopefully, um, conversations like that continues to happen. But yeah, man, uh, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have a Stadia representative on this panel, Rocks, I think. <laughs> Duncan, no, Rocks. So I think that's going to be cool to just, you know, have conversations and have Rocks intake. So yeah, stay tuned for that. It's going to be great. All right, fellas, appreciate you guys. Don't forget, this is going to be available in audio form. So stay tuned to that on Anchor. We'll catch you guys in the next one. Until next time, y'all, peace out.